20 second delay so i'm waiting for it to show up on the facebook page so we can actually make sure it's public whoa so i love this oh there we go we're live okay just now what a brave new world let's uh let me check security settings now we're good i just said we're live right now follow the the link in the tweet below yeah, man. So that should be linked to this page so people can come to this page to watch us. So fucking weird, man. So, like, it, it's funny as we're sitting here right now doing this. By the way, you have notes for 505, right? Yeah, kind of. Do you have notes for 506? I have. I, I did that today, yeah. Okay, because I, I, I can't find my notebook. Can't so find you don't have notes for 506 either. What's that? You don't have notes for 506 either? Oh, no. Okay. No, not at all. Okay, so this... This is gonna I'm be- gonna remember. Give me. Should we even talk better, Call Saul, or we just want to bullshit for like? An hour? <laughs> I'll just kind of throw out something from your notes, and we'll just talk about it. I'm sure it'll jog something in my memory. I had some pretty good jokes, and there's a lot of like different references to things. Um, there's some like writing ripoff stuff that I, I noted for sure. So, All right. Well, let's, uh, well, let me try to let me let me um let me try to find this shit yo so i'm gonna change the crawl here to uh we're doing this sans notes <laughs> fuck it we're going live and fuck unprepared oh uh eckmeyer's already uh doing some comments how do you go hey hey man oh hey how's it going i, I we have no clue what the fuck we're doing at all i, I didn't even have some somewhat of a clue some somewhat of a clue. huh somewhat of a clue but check okay. this out here's a bam <laughs> I just I just noticed for the first time in obviously like three years that the logo on the Asal Goodman Facebook page still says season three. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if I you because I don't really care that much. It's <laughs> <sighs> awesome. Oh, this is hilarious. All okay, right. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is It's All Good Man, the better. Better call Saw Podcast. <laughs> but that thing is hot. All right, my name is Brian, and with me, as always, is Dave. Dave, how's it going, guy? Uh, not noted, unnoted, unnoted. Nice. This is so. Um, this all. First off, you know, you make one joke about uh, Corona with the virus like four weeks ago, and the whole world goes to shit. Yeah, yeah, because we're the ones that threw that into the universe. Not everybody, everybody. Right, but it, it's weird because like everybody keeps talking, telling me about uh, Zoom. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have no desire to Zoom. <laughs> I don't even like FaceTime. I don't even like Marcus. This, this is weird to me. I don't. I don't really like this. Whatever the fuck this is. Putting our faces out there for people. Right. To see. Yeah. We should have yeah. worn hoodies. Oh, we should have worn dinosaur hoodies. Mm. Oh well, that's more of another. Drop the ball. But like, like for example, my wife right now is upstairs on an app called House Party. Okay. Which I'm assuming is like Zoom or like. Yeah, Google Hangouts. Believe. TV. <laughs> be live, Brian. Be live. Be oh, be live. Is that what it is? Or it's actually yeah, be live. TV. That's pretty sweet. App. All right. Gotcha. Yeah. So it's it's just kind of weird. Like whoever's making these apps is just making a fucking killing. Oh, dude, I wish I would have thought of it, man. The only thing, and, the only reason we're Skype, not- Skype just kind of peaked way too early. <laughs> yeah, like me. 
no, the reason we're not <coughs> Zoom is because this we're doing a free trial. So hopefully mm -hmm. maybe we'll keep going. Zoom's like seven or it's like fifteen bucks a month or something like that. To yeah. be able to broadcast it. You can do your own personal meetings for free, but you can't stream it like we're doing now. Oh. So I'm crafty fuckers. That's right. Crafty fuckers. But yeah, it's interesting times. It's an interesting situation. Um, I kind of like doing this. You know, let's throw some content out, keep people entertained. People are going stir crazy right now. Yeah, it's been like what, like a week and a half, almost two weeks now since this bullshit started. Yeah, I'm just gonna keep calling you Ekmeyer. I saw Ekmeyer, you're from Arizona, so I'm not really sure how things are there. We've been on lockdown since the, since uh, last Saturday. Yeah, sheltered in place. So yeah. we're going on week two. And they're talking about extending it to mid-April or something like that, or maybe the end of April. So I do feel pretty special though because I have a big laminated piece of paper that says I'm an essential employee. <laughs> so, so apparently I'm supposed to hand that to the police if they pull me over for. And no. I'm like, this is. I'm like, we're not like, like well, it's not, not illegal to go places. <laughs> right. Well, now I wish because I'm. I was. Uh, I got a message. I, I work in a machine shop part time that my dad owns. And uh, he sends me this thing I couldn't open on my phone. So I go to work the next day, and I was like, what was that link thing or whatever? He's like, oh, it's a message from one of our clients saying don't close because we're considered an essential supply of their, you know, uh, to manufacture for them. And I was like, well, now I wish I had that so I can just, like, show people, like, look. Yeah, no. But <laughs> <laughs> mine's totally like a laminated piece of paper. Uh, now I'm oh, watching man. myself on the screen. But mine's totally a laminated piece of paper that I guess I'm supposed to show to somebody like anybody gives a fuck <laughs> like yeah. anybody gives a shit right yeah. i think at this point we've been inside for so long that that nobody would pull me over i would i would feel at this point they would just be happy that i was able to get out right <laughs> right you know like good for that guy good right. for that guy i i have a cycle of things because i you know i audio engineer got a music studio and uh we're, we're shut down we're not having any clients and stuff but um, I've been like, you know, stopping there to like practice my instruments because I do play a mm -hmm. lot of instruments and and and, uh, and just check on things because we rent and we're on the third floor. So then I go do that and then I go to work and I come home and that's it. And that's it. Sounds tedious. It's just repetitive, <laughs> you know. It's it's a lot more interesting when I have like this client this day and I have another client that day and live sound and my band's playing, and, you know. Yeah, you know, it's, it's so weird because uh because the nature of my um my job i have been working so much like literally from like yeah this is actually like two saturdays ago like every sunday like i've been i've been it, it's kind of nice is because uh my wife and uh, the business that my wife owns or we owned or collectively us we us have in chicago um is shut down mm. so like she's just stuck at home with the kids right. <laughs> like so like like Almost. and i'm gone like 10 to 12 hours every day for the past two weeks so and it's not even like I have like a cool job, like I'm a fireman or like a medic or something during all this. I'm I'm just a guy with a regular job that's deemed essential. So it's not even like right. it's not even like I'm doing anything that pertinent. It's just like, oh well, Brian's at work for a really long time. That's it. Not saving lives. He just pushing pencils. <laughs> I can share this to Twitter. I'm gonna tweet it. it. I'm Do tweeting. It. And then see if you can retweet it, maybe. I just shared it to Twitter. Oh, tweeting so hard? Uh, tweeting confuses the shit out of me, man. I can't follow comment threads and see, like, which claim in this order. And this this response goes to this tweet. And I'm just, like, I'm lost. Drives me crazy. I'm too yeah. old for crap. My girlfriend's way more Twitter savvy. I just pointed because she's in the other room. But, yeah, uh, 
way more Twitter savvy than I am. I have to ask her, you know, I just asked her, like, how do I tweet, uh, you know, stuff out? <laughs> <laughs> I just texted you, like, can you retweet that, man? Okay, wait, hold on. So, oh, wait a minute. Okay. All right, so I'm going to do this whole join us here, and if people join or not, uh, hey, uh, all right, read, read what uh, read what uh, Jason's saying there while I do this. I'll just put this on the thing here. Okay, so Flagstaff's got a lot of people. Not Holy shit. Yet. <laughs> Flagstaff's got a lot of people not taking things seriously <laughs> the mandate. That sucks because that's why Chicago had to get locked down. We're Whole families treating Walmart like a concert in the park. Parking lots are three, quarter full, three quarters full than usual. Only now I'm starting to see a pallet of TP here and there. Six weeks without sanitizer products at all. Yeah, the hoarders and the the overreaction theater is just it's making us crazy. I mean, I went to, you know I was in Walgreens about a week ago and uh, yeah, until the paper was seriously empty, I thought the whole thing was a joke. The whole TP thing. Mm-hmm. Get a bidet, boom, done. Some sanitary napkins and a bidet. <laughs> I just use a garden hose and some old newspaper that's been decaying in my. My bush is out front for the past two years. <laughs> Comes in, came in an orange bag, and some like some guy on a giant tricycle tossed it into our yard. I think I did the thing. It's sorry. All right, ten minutes in, let's start talking about better call. Saul. So I'm just saying it works out both ways because one, I have toilet paper, and I'm cleaning the fucking lawns. So it works out. It works out fucking great. I just go outside and fertilize my lawn. <laughs> well, that's what I do in the backyard. But I don't want to do it in the front. That's just uncouth. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Better Call Saul episode 505 opens with, remind me of what the opening scene is, Dave. Mike wakes up looking for his bat phone. Is he Batman? He is. <laughs> Man, I, 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 I assume Jonathan Banks is a nice person. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's never been on our show, but I, I assume he's a nice person. Well, but I like, Hogan seems to think so. Dude, he is uh, just showing his age hard, man. Yeah, well, that's what happens when you get old. Yeah, he's one. I know, but just from the context of the show, it's not as bad as like uh, Todd in the Breaking Bad movie, right? Movie, (laughs) like that must have been the weirdest thing in the Breaking Bad movie for Jesse as he gets tossed down into that cell. Then he looks up the next day, and the dude's like forty pounds heavier, and then. If you're following the timeline, like literally the next day, he's back to skinny. <laughs> but then, like when he randomly goes to his apartment, he's huge again. But then when he looks back down, <laughs> it's crazy. It's just it's it's apparently an interdimensional show. That's what it's an interdimensional. It, it is. Yeah. yeah. But All yeah, right, so Mike, Mike, Mike up, uh, I don't remember the name. Is cooking dinner. I have very quick notes. I kind of just skipped through because I lost my original notes. Oh, yeah. that's right, because Mike woke up in that weird hotel compound thing, right? Right, yeah, which apparently is a school that has been dedicado a Max. Ah, uh, yeah. Remember, Max yeah. is his friend that got murdered in front of his face, and that's why Gus is against Salamancas and gets his revenge. Wasn't that his boyfriend? Yeah, lover, I believe. Yes. Mm-hmm. Lover. Nothing's anything wrong with that. No, not at all. Seinfeld. Seinfeld reference. Uh uh-huh. Yeah, then he, he he takes a walk and and the doctor meets him out at the bench in his little smart car. Yeah, you know he kind of gave up really quick on that, right? He went through all that trouble to <laughs> he went he went all that trouble to walk that far, and then he's sitting on a log and some fat doctor just pulls up and he's like, "Oh fuck it, I guess I'll go back." Well, that doctor I went through all that trouble for nothing. Another thing that I noticed, uh, I, I specifically remember this is 
okay, so like Mike walks past past these young street toughs <laughs> for the second time, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, gets his uh, gets stomped on and gets stabbed, right? I was under the impression he got stabbed on the left hand side, but then like when he's talking to the doctor and you can see the wound through his his shirt, it's on the right side of his gut. Maybe the camera was mirrored, like much like the camera on. This fucking thing. <laughs> no, you know what? No, no, because I'm picturing Mike this way. No, because I made an appendix joke. Oh, so, yeah, it's always been the right side. I made a joke about him waking up as appendix was missing. Oh, okay. Oh, oh that's right. Yeah, because he was supposed to be in the bathtub. Right. That's right. Okay. All mm-hmm. right. Makes sense. Do you know the name of that doctor? Love, Doctor Goodman. Doctor. Shut up. <laughs> I went and looked it up because I had to see if that was the same guy from Breaking Bad. It totally is. Doctor, his name is Dr. Goodman. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Saul's, Saul's brother. Cool. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Looks like him. Awesome. Awesome. By the way, just huh. diatribe. I, I, I called a lawyer friend of mine mm-hmm. um, about the whole uh, better call uh, you know, Saul Goodman, Jimmy, practicing law under your name thing. Yeah, I think you're right. I think he had to legally he, either he legally changed his name or he legally added an alias. I'm pretty sure he legally either added an alias or at like yeah. legally added Saul Goodman in the middle of Jimmy McGill, which they do episode 506. There's a comment kind of about that, but because uh, she practices, I think I just spit on myself. So she practices law. Yeah. Um, well, now you got to wash your hands and everything, right? Because like it's the whole saliva thing that we got to look out for. I'm in my own house and I'm the only one touching it. Okay. But uh, so she was practicing law and then she got married. So what she does is she hyphenates her name. So that way her legal name is her married name, but then she doesn't use the full name for law. So she didn't have to change her law license. Mm-hmm. So, but she said, yeah, you have to, what they call it, the attorney registration disciplinary committee committee. And you do have to have like at least part of your legal name. You have to practice law under. So, I don't know why I keep bringing that debate up, but it sounds like you were right. Yeah, well, you know, like, uh, I think I've been wrong once. Uh, once. once. <laughs> Not about law stuff, though. That's no. Right. As well established, I am a legal expert. But then we move on to the bench ad opening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, the, uh, the advertisement on the bench, and then Bender yeah. shows up. Fucking Becker. Bender. Bender? Bender. Futurama? When does John he show I don't know what you're talking about. You're not pick up the head construction guy is Bender. Oh, really? <laughs> no, I didn't know that. I didn't. Did I you didn't. recognize the voice? No, I didn't. Yeah, no, that's awesome though. Yeah, totally. I, I got super excited about it. I was like, oh my god, there's Bender. <laughs> now I'm even more interested. Okay, awesome. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is weird. I have to leave the episode. This is strange. Um, yeah. So then I wrote John DiMaggio with three exclamation points. <laughs> That's good. He's better than two, but he's not quite four. I get it. Right. And if anybody else is a fan, he does have a cool movie called I Know That Voice about voice actors. And mm-hmm. he really says, like, I did a movie to show everybody how awesome my job's my job is and my friends are. <laughs> so look into that because I know people are looking for stuff to watch in this whole quarantine times. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he's briefing the crew up, and then Jimmy, like, sh- you know, kind of shows up in the middle of the meeting and uh you know, points out that the address is wrong. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, are you sure you're 11 30? Because I think we're at 12 40, Arroyo Vista. So that kind of goes back. Remember the other week where I was talking about like a part of me just really enjoys saying, I'm, 
saying I'm not doing something when I'm very obviously doing something. Yeah. Like, you know, you can't sit there. I, I'm not sitting here. <laughs> like, I can see you sitting. No, I'm not. Like, no, I, <laughs> that's what made me chuckle about that is because they're just so adamant, just refuse to give up the lie. <laughs> right. This is gaslighting. This is gaslighting. <laughs> Gaslighting. Uh, this is gaslighting, right? I think so. <laughs> Maybe our definition of gaslighting. It's every week I have to say that word. Mm -hmm. I like that word, gaslighting. Well, that's good because we only got like three more weeks to go now. So that's right. Good. Yeah, four, <laughs> seven, eight, nine, ten. One's tomorrow, actually. I know. Uh, we might do like a live watch. Like maybe we should just do this while we're watching the TV. I think that's a good idea. I'm just, you know. Um, sorry. I get I'm, this whole comment thing is new to me, so I get distracted by when people write comments. Which <laughs> he specifically said, "Don't get distracted by the comments," and then your comments are distracting me. Oh yeah. Uh, but yeah, then we we you know smash cut to Kevin and Paige with Kim, uh, chilling at the golf club, which mm -hmm. I really wish I could do right now because I'm an avid golfer. Yeah. Saw people out golfing today. They're totally trespassing, but they did it anyway, which is, and there's like 60 mile an hour winds going on today. <laughs> I know. Sometimes you just got to stick it to the man, though, dude. Sometimes you just yeah. got to stick it to the man. Sometimes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they go through the address thing, then Kevin and Paige with, with Kim. Hey, and Ricky. Ricky joined the chat. It is a quality word. Absolutely. We need like um, some sort of splash, like, <laughs> like, like somebody enters. It's like a. This is why we need a producer. Oh shit! Look at that. <laughs> to do this stuff so we can just talk because this is a lot. Yeah, a lot going on. Uh, that's why you're drinking beer and I'm drinking water. Mm -hmm. Cheers. Yeah. Um. Okay, where are we at here? So yeah. Uh. So Kevin totally gets it wrong, and he's like, "I know what happened here. You know, Acker's going after your boyfriend, so that way it causes a problem for you." And now I'm doing the Kevin voice. Well, that's that's very a nice. problem for you when you have to back out of the case. And Kim is all like, you're playing into my hands, Mr. Kevin. <laughs> and uh, he calls her the best in the business. But I like when he says you don't just change horses midstream because everybody knows the real phrase is you don't switch dicks midstream. That's true. But right, wise, uh, wise words of wisdom. He's such a country boy. He has to say you don't change horses. Wouldn't it be like mid-race? Yeah, I guess yeah. it would be. Fucking Kevin. Fucking Chip. Kevin. Chip Capperwink or whatever fuck his name is. You know what? <laughs> Champ Kind. Oh, Champ Kind. Hey, Ricky. <laughs> Whammy. <laughs> oh, and then uh, we go to Mike getting stitched up. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is where, you know, he asked the doctor about the MRI machine. And the doctor is all like, this is all Gus donated all this stuff. And Mike starts to put together the whole, like, this is kind of Gus's compound thing. And. And uh, that's all I have notes for that. So then we go to Jimmy's apartment. Mm -hmm. Or Kim and Jimmy, or as I like to call them together, Jimmy. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, yeah, or Kimmy. I mean, I'm, I'm partial to that, yeah. Right. JK. Right. JK. Yeah. Uh, but he's doing his science experiments. Mm -hmm. You know, smashing the bag. And, right. uh, and, and side note, okay, so this is where, like, there's a theme to this episode. Did you notice how many people hung up on other people? No, there was, was like a lot. There was th at least three. Uh, Gus hung up on Mike. Jimmy hangs up on Howard, and there's another one later on. 
So I was oh, actually nice. going to, if we would have done this over the phone, when you told me to do the outro, I was going to hang up on you. <laughs> awesome. But since we're no, doing but I, two episodes. But just not the sidetrack. Not the sidetrack. I'm just saying, um, uh, you ever watch Prison Break? Oh, not in a long. No, no, no. I never watched okay. that. So like in, in Prison Break, it seems like, it, my wife used to watch that, and it seemed like every episode, there is at least one instance of somebody like double crossing and pulling the gun out, like on a semi on an ally or something. It was like every fucking episode. It's like, how many times are you going to trust your brother when like every fourth episode, he pulls a gun out on you and tells you not to do something. This very last night. That too, Cause that's how episode six ends, but we'll get to that later. And then last night I was watching uh, Ozark with my wife and I don't even remember what episode it was, but mm-hmm. uh, I noticed nobody checks the doors. Like these are yeah. people like in really intense circumstances. Like there's an FBI agent who's like the target of like, the drug cartel, right? And somebody knocks on her hotel room door. She doesn't even look through the people. She just opens the door. Yeah. And then, like the main character, who's being hunted by three people, him and his wife, and separate times of the episode, somebody knocks once on the door, and they just open it up. <laughs> so I feel like I probably, in my notes, I probably would have caught that and been like, "How many motherfuckers need to hang up on each other?" Right. Right. Hopefully it's like three. I also like in movies when like people are having a discussion. And like one person doesn't end a the discussion, they just get up and walk away. Right. Like after they make a point. Looks like a mic drop. Exactly. So then Jimmy makes Kim do her Kevin impression. And uh she does a really funny thing. And then Jimmy does his Kim impression. And uh and just where Jimmy just starts reveling in it. He's just like, Oh man, you know, this is so juicy. And uh Kim ponytail game still on point. Very much so. Still Very on much so. Yes, I did. Yeah. I did notice that in in five oh six. Did you notice how her ponytail gets shittier? Like <laughs> unravels, her ponytail unravels. That's totally a thing. That's got to be on purpose. Oh, probably easily. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, that's just genius level. Man, they're so good. I don't even know if that's foreshadowing. No, because I. Oh, I don't know. I already talked about it. Okay. It's Dave's leading the episode right now. By the way, it's called parallelism. Oh, thank you. Parallelism. Parallelism. We're drawing a parallel. It's a metaphor. Mm-hmm. Kim's ponytail yeah. is a metaphor for her existential crisis that mm-hmm. she's putting her through. Mm. Okay, oh, makes I sense. I have, I think I have a dictionary over here. Um, so yeah, do, and they do that, and then so Kevin and, and Kim take a shower together, uh, role playing. That of course, role playing. Oh yeah. And then no more uh, in this episode, though, I was a little disappointed about that. You know, we were so excited. We we're like, finally, who? we get to see some no nudity. Oh, yeah, yeah, we were like, yeah. finally, finally got to see some sweet Saul ass. And then, yeah, uh, we had naked Jimmy ass last time. And then, yeah, time. you know, we we flew too close to the sun, All right? <laughs> you know, we had it, we had it right there, and then we lost it. And uh, life will never be the same. And now we're all in quarantine. I don't think that's a coincidence. <laughs> this fucking sucks so much. Anyway, so then we go to Mike Giver. <laughs> Likes to make shit in his spare time. Yeah, going full Batman again. So yeah, he pulls apart a Citizens Band radio. See, I use the full term for that. Oh, yeah. Uh, he like, pulls out the radio. I think this is all just to charge his phone. <laughs> right. yeah. yeah, 
I, I thought that too. I'm like, wow, that's okay. I'm like, where are they going with this? It's like, oh, he's uh, he needs to check his voicemail. Sweet. <laughs> I got to check Twitter. We're going to see how long, you know, Trump's shutting the government down for. Uh, I'm really impressed that the comments come up like that. It's pretty cool, right? Well, I, I have to make yeah. it. I can choose it. But yeah, it's pretty awesome, right? That's pretty cool. Yeah. The intended character expression, they did mention that on an insider podcast. Nice. Cool. Um, yeah, there's tons of fun things you can do on this, but uh, don't get distracted. Okay, hold on a sec. So I see like two people over there. So like, uh, Jason, what what are you doing? Are you in court? You're in Arizona, right? He said, do you want me to put his comment back up? He did a whole thing. I'm just impressed he can do that. <laughs> whole family's true. See here, I went to Costco today, and uh, it, it was awesome because there wasn't anybody in there. Really? Yeah, it was just like me hanging out in Costco. We have three. Five, right. There are three people watching, by the way. So all three of you. Nice. Hey guys. And then and then what was funny? So my dad got mad at me because when I was in Costco, um, I, I had it on Twitter for a time, but I, I took it down just because I don't know why I took it down. You're, I made a video of me with my, oh. my Luigi hat sideways, and uh, I was being gangster today. And my dad was like, why do you have to use that fancy language? <laughs> and uh, so I was making videos in Costco. I was like, because I'm gangster as fuck. Oh, yeah, that's me. A.K.A. Tom Selleck's chest hair at Costco about ready to coronavirus and social distance my way to save and our battle flops. Let's do this. <laughs> my battle flops. Those are my battle flops, dude. Battle flops. That's right. It's over 35 degrees and there's no snow on the ground. That's flip-flop weather. Oh, and man. If, and if I got to go socially distance my way to savings, homie, right. I'm ready for battle. You never know what's going to happen out there, right? This is like the apocalypse. Nobody's working. Everybody's pent up. You're risking your life to go buy toilet paper at Costco. You gotta, you gotta be ready. You gotta be game, right. <laughs> motherfucker. So anyway, Mike Guyver calls Gus, <laughs> right, and immediately goes, "Do you know who this is?" Because apparently Gus's cell phone doesn't have caller ID like every other cell phone that's been made. Right. Yeah. Because he's using his same cell phone, which is shown when Jimmy calls Mike later. Um, and then that's where Gus hangs up on him. He's like, "Why'd you do this?" Or something. And Gus just hangs up on him. Yeah, exactly. Number two of hanging up on him. Okay. And then we have Jimmy going full Wesley Nope and planting uh, artifacts in a place that he doesn't want something built on. I kind of enjoyed that. I was like, I kind of, I really enjoy that just because it's so absurd and stupid on his face. Right. <laughs> so, so obvious, totally such an right. obvious and dumb ploy. And <laughs> but Parks and Recreation did it better because they go back to get the artifacts. They realize they did something bad. They go to dig up all the artifacts, and they have to use uh, dildos and penises, gummy penises, to dig. Nice. That's that's a way better, you know, way better situation. I like that though. I feel like, I feel like uh, uh, the show is pretty great, and there's a lot of drama and stuff like that. But like, like that is one thing that I found genuinely humorous is, I guess, the audacity of the situation to try to play that off as if there was. (laughs) <laughs> genuine art. And, the, uh, well, and then the, the uh 
like the representative or whatever was like immediate like this looks new this doesn't look old but we have to test it anyway because mm-hmm. that's all and then the police officer that keeps having to make a phone call because he doesn't know what the hell to do right it's fucking great i like this little and then it follows with a montage which i like because for one the music is much like the music my band plays mm-hmm. um the big line yep check it out like us on facebook uh i'm not a part of it <laughs> and then i'm oh, sorry yeah not our because brian and i do have a band but not that kind of music right or or music at all, really. <laughs> it's definitely entertainment. We'll leave it. Yeah, that. we're the world's only band that doesn't play music. <laughs> it's just spoken word poetry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> dulcet tones. Yeah, um, if you if you will. And then so yeah, there's like the water district thing. There's the, he says the contractor is, is an escaped felon. <laughs> well, technically Bender is a felon. Bender's broken many many rules in the future. That's true. He's like a pre-escaped felon. And he would he would conceivably be on Earth during this time because he was he was um, buried in Roswell. That's right. That's yeah. right. In New Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Full Shit, circle. Look that would have been even funnier if they pulled up like a robot or something. But uh, yes, the smoke detector trick. That was wasn't that earlier in the series. I don't. Know. There was something with pulling apart smoke detectors in the series. I want to say. Yeah, what did they do? They they like uh they shredded the batteries or something, right? Yeah, he did it to detect radiation. Can a blender blend batteries? <laughs> will it blend? Huh? Will it blend? I remember that show. Apparently it will. Apparently early 2000 late 1990 blenders will blend batteries. <laughs> do you remember that uh the show the YouTube channel will it <laughs> Yeah, now I've moved on. I'm more into hydraulic presses now. Oh, okay. Well, blender I- was 10 years ago. Hydraulic presses are where it's at. Entertain yourself while I look for my next notes. People are driving from hours away, arguing with employees about empty shelves. Frustrating. People are squatting on floors and closed dining areas to eat where they just bought and got kicked out of. Feels a lot like social trolling. You know what? I, I will say... Um, repurposed gaslighting. Oh, that's cut off. He does say it. repurposed gaslighting. Reported cases of COVID-19 are low so far. So like one of the, right. So one of my favorite things about this whole scenario is we're, we're all supposed to stay inside, not talk to any friends, stay six feet away from anybody you work with or generally come in contact with. But I could totally have a kitchen of sweaty ass people make me a pizza and deliver it right to my goddamn door. <laughs> if I want like a Coke from McDonald's, I could drive there right, right now and go get my daily McDonald's unsweet iced tea. I went to uh, I went to the liquor store today to get uh, cigarettes for myself and White Claw for my girlfriend. Uh-huh. I, yes, she drinks White Claw. I won't give you her name. Well, essential services, cigarettes and booze, <laughs> right? There's like you know, and I'm thinking about, and they got a sign on the door. You know, practice social distancing. Please stay six feet away from other people inside the store. There are seven people crowded around the entrance that I had to walk through, just being obnoxious. Right. And I was just right. like, Are you come on, like come on, dude, like. Do it or don't do it, or don't be an right. idiot. You know. But then nothing like, says social distancing. Nothing says social distancing like literally hundreds of people hovered around each other trying to check out at a grocery store. <laughs> well, when I was at Walgreens, they had you know squares where you should stand, oh, really? so everybody move up a square, <clears throat> stay six feet apart. You're in a fucking pharmacy, like that's seriously a bad place to be during a pandemic, right? Yeah. So in a square, and this guy's like touching me. And I'll, you know, look, kind of look behind me, step up a few steps, and he follows me. And I'm, I just like, there's a square, dude. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, what you should have done, 
is like like a kid, like when you like lick your finger and stick it in somebody's food. That's what you should have done. Just like lick your finger and like slapped it on his shirt. Like no, eh. can't do that. Can't do that. There's a rumor somebody got arrested for like licking ice cream cans at Walmart or licking ice cream tubs at Walmart or something. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Invoking the infamous um food licking law of nineteen thirty two. Oh it's that don't just don't do that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying it was cool. I'm just saying that's that's another thing. Like one of these like uh, urban legends that right. like brought up during this. Like people are like, uh, people are like, um, like so and so is going to declare martial law. Like, well, how do you know? I saw it on Facebook. Like, yeah, it's a good plan. It's a yeah. good plan. If you're going to do something like that, you always want to tell one guy who will definitely put it on Facebook. <laughs> what about something today that was like, uh, you know, one of my friends is like. Use aspirin to treat this because ibuprofen or whatever, that was the meme. And then her comment was, I'm not sure if it's true or not, but I'm going to share it just in case. I'm like, right. So why share it? <laughs> so why share it? Right. I don't know if it's true, but here you go. Like, Yeah. <sighs> don't take my word for it. Oh, why? Because you have inside knowledge and you don't want me to let people know that right. you told me? No, literally, don't take my word for it. <laughs> oh, my favorite theory. I don't even know if we're going to get through all these episodes. My favorite theory. This whole thing is to get us to spend time with families because there's an earth-ending asteroid coming in November. Written by a guy on a Facebook page that says he's from the CIA. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, I'm not a smart man. You're a pretty smart guy. <laughs> but I'm also aware that you can see um, celestial bodies from really fucking far away. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's the greatest thing. Asteroids can't just, like... Surprise! <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you can see them fuckers coming from really far away. It's like, it's like the Lancelot attack scene on Monty Python and the Holy Grail. When they keep panning back and forth and he never moves and all of a sudden he's right on top of him. Right, yeah. <laughs> anyway. I understand people's apprehensions and fears, and uh, you know, I'm all about people exercising cautious behaviors, but like it's <laughs> but like that kind of stuff is it, it like I, I like to think that it's either somebody who's just a chronic liar that likes to like just wants to sound like they're, Some they're people just want to see the world burn. Right. Or uh or if people really believe that. Like somebody like they have like a whole chart with like the string and the thumbtacks. <laughs> they're like, all right, all right, all right. Why is this happening? Asteroids. Everybody hates them fucking things. <laughs> well, now why? I saw another thing. It was said that everybody, everybody knows, <coughs> everybody knows that five G is what's causing the coronavirus. Well, yeah, so everybody. They're, they're like killing everybody. It was like this whole yeah, thing that's... about how cell phone towers are causing this, and like that's what infected the bat that started the virus, and we're all going to mm -hmm. die because of five G. So follow Jesus, because Jesus is the only way out of this. That's true. But let's not yeah. get religious here. I mean, everybody knows that. Everybody <laughs> I mean, knows said it. Everybody knows it. So, anyway, so now we go to my biggest question of the episode. Speaking okay. of Jesus, here we go. Segue. Uh, they put the Jesus on the wall, mm -hmm. and my question is: So, all these people show up to Acker's place, right? Mm -hmm. So, did Acker tell them when he called in the radio station? Did he say to go to eleven thirty Alta Vista or Royal Vista, or did he say to go to twelve forty? Oh, oh, that's a great mm -hmm. question. Hmm. Well, probably at that time they gave up the ghost, right? So they were just like, fuck it, just come to my house. 
Yeah, I guess because they already they already filed like five other different things that they want them to talk mm-hmm. about. But, yeah, I was very curious. Well, that's about a pretty that. good question, though. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like yeah. I, I I I like that joke. I don't know if I like that joke. Not because I'm religious or anything. It just seemed like really like a weird. Like okay, like the 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 broken stuff in the ground. Okay, that was kind of cute. You know what I mean? Like some of the other things were kind of cute, but I, I think like that was just like a weird bridge too far. A bridge too far. Yeah, as it were. As it were. Yeah. And what have you. It's, yeah. it, 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 but it was kind of clever just to, that he, he caused a crowd and it was kind of... Yeah. Instead, like of, instead of legal paperwork, he physically put people in the way, so I guess I was cool with it like that. It wasn't just one more filing of something. Right, okay. You know, he actually put a crowd of people there. Which yeah. they allowed on the site after they had just searched it for artifacts and found radiation. <laughs> yeah, but they didn't the get any competency of the Albuquerque Police Department. They can't even keep people off of radioactive. They, they did say it was a benign level of radiation, though, completely harmless. True. Though, so. true. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. So then, uh, then we go to the scene where Kim is talking to Kevin and Paige and 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 uh, and Rich. Mm-hmm. And Rich buys into it, and he's like, "Hey, maybe you should move your center." And he's, you know, basically validates Kim argument, Kim's argument of just relocating the call center. Mm-hmm. And right. I really fully expected when Kevin gets worked up, I wanted Kim to laugh. I thought that's where they were going with that because you know Jimmy made her do the impression. Uh huh. So I thought it was going to trigger that memory. Oh. She's gonna start <laughs> laughing in Kevin's face and just like blow it. Yeah. That would have been pretty awesome. Yeah, that would have that would have been great actually. That uh, the <laughs> Kim does a pretty fantastic impression though. Yeah, I really like that. It was way better than Jim's impression of Kim. In a weird way, this is kind of like a funnier than normal episode. There's like a lot more. Like I remember when Better Call Saul was coming out, I expected it to be a lot funnier than it kind of actually is. But I feel like there yeah. was actually a lot of well placed humor in this. Yeah, well placed humor. Yeah. And if you blanket the humor around the drama, then it makes the humor that much more funny. Yeah, I guess that's true. At least that's how our show rolls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy and Kim are in bed. Uh, and yeah. this is this actually Mac Rackham from is called doing the hibbity dibbity. <laughs> <laughs> this scene was more it, it affected me harder after I watched it. Like, I watched 505, then I watched 506, then I watched 505 again. And Jimmy warns Kim that he's like, this is going to get nasty, personal, and dangerous. So that kind of, like, puts a little different perspective on the last scene of 506 because he told her getting into it, like, this is going to get bad, and I'm going to do shit you're not going to like. Yeah. You know, he did kind of give her a nice little warning about it. Right, and then she thought about it for a second. She was just kind of like, bring it on. Do it. It's like one of my... It's one of my, uh, <laughs> okay, so this is kind of obscure, but like one of my favorite scenes. Have you ever seen The Emperor's New Groove? I think once at a family party. Alone. It's one of my favorite Disney movies, and it's like uh, there's like a really great scene where like the llama and uh, I think his name is Pacha are like tied to a log floating down a river towards a waterfall, and uh, the uh, llama's like um, waterfall, and Pacha's like, yep. Like this totally nonchalant. He's like, sharp rocks at the bottom. Yep. And he's just like, bring it on. <laughs> and then they go over and panic. That's yeah. that's kind of how I saw that. Saw that. You know, like he 
he gave he gave the lowdown, and she would just kind of like bring it on, like let's do this. So let's do this. Yeah. How was the food orgy in that movie, though? Yeah, it was okay. I mean, <laughs> it wasn't like the best food orgy I've ever seen. Yeah, more kind of a mediocre, mediocre food orgy. Yeah, I mean, it was you know, I, I like my food orgies a little bit more tasteful. <laughs> 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 more, a little more like Caligula. As well, well, you know, there's like, you know, there's like hustler nudity, yeah. and then there's like Playboy nudity. You know, right. yeah, yeah, it's a little too much hustler for me. I would have preferred <laughs> to be a little bit more Playboy food orgy yeah. than hustler food orgy. Yeah, you like the sex to be off camera. I got you. Well, you know, you got to leave something to the imagination. Right. right. And I was also trying to make a reference about how Hugh Hefner probably banged all the playmates, but uh, then our, our patron saint and Lord Hugh Hefner, yes. <laughs> So then Jimmy calls Mike. I don't remember what happened there. I think it's <laughs> that. Yeah, they just him, caught up. What's that? They just caught up. Yeah, he he wanted to talk about their day. Oh, he's looking for a PI. This is how they bring in the other douchebag from the other from like season two or whatever. Mm. Uh, so he's looking for a PI, and Mike's like, "No, I'm not interested. I'm gonna go fix a window instead." I like. Yeah, they they just needed more time of um of uh Mike fixing a window. Right. <laughs> well, Mike Mike Guyver has to fix shit. That's what Mike. Right. Does. That's all he fucking does. Well, except for a clubhouse, he can't. He's not a good foreman. I'll tell you that much. He can't even. <laughs> well, you know, but he did do the whole playground. He can't even. He can't Remember even lead child labor. Remember the playground uh, thing where he met the lady and he thought they were going to get together and then yeah, that's true. Did, yeah. Yeah. So you know, Mike's he's you know he's a general contractor. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He, he can get things in place, just can't get it done. All right, I get it. And then, and then we go to the scene where the guy with the beard shows up. <laughs> they hired to be the PI. <laughs> Snoop around. Yeah, right, 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 right. And then he, you know, he, he describes how he got in. Pretty clever. It wasn't the guy with the beard. That was uh, Steve Ogg. He was he was in the the show in like the first season, or it was like season three or something like that. Well, he's got a fantastic yeah. beard in this episode. He he does. He's the voice of Trevor on Grand Theft Auto Five, and he got his ass kicked by uh, Mike Ehrmantraut earlier in the series. Remember they were in a parking garage and then Mike was like had the pimento and he had like all these guns. Yeah, yeah. yeah remember I, I said like you know five minutes ago that he was in like season two or one or something. Yeah, and he was supposed to be on nothing important podcast like twice, but never made it. Really? Something like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, actually, I look through my emails. I know I've talked to his agent a few times. Brian with a Y uh, is kind of like a big fan because he was he was. He's watching it live, and he would keep telling me. For one, he kept saying these were kind of boring episodes, but he's a millennial, so we'll, we'll forgive him. But, but it's like, okay, go ahead. But, but then he's like, yeah, uh, he's like, yes, you know, so and so. I can't remember his name. You just said it. He's like, yeah, that guy's yeah. in it. And he got like all excited about it, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, it's the voice of Trevor, Grand Theft Auto Five. Not a gamer. Super successful game, made billions of dollars. I <laughs> personally think it sucks, but I played four. It's a technological achievement, but like uh, about the fourth time I had to drive all the way across the fucking map of the of the game, I was like, "All right, cool. I'm just gonna pop in Mario and stomp some fucking turtles." Like, like I was so over it. It's like, no, I actually want to do something. I don't want to spend ten real life minutes driving across this fucking fake city. I'd rather do like actual shit. But that's how it works, man. Yeah. I don't want to spend ten real life. What was that? It was our that was this episode like ten seconds ago. Oh, okay, gotcha. Weird. Yeah, notification that Caesar Corral liked our our. Hey, Caesar, how's it going, guy? I hope you're watching now, buddy. 
Yeah, right on. Um, okay, so this is about where I was uh, at in the episode when we decided to go live. And I don't, what did I say? Oh, he says that Kevin's clean as a Boy Scout, and then he finds the picture, and Jimmy's like, hey, we can work with this. And then mm -hmm. uh, and then they go to the argument between Kim and Rich, mm -hmm. which, I mean, if we had not, like, if we had a break between 506 and 505, I would have said that I thought this was a very important line where Rich says, I'm trying to protect you by getting her to step down from the case, because I thought maybe Kim was going to go to jail. Dude, put up uh put up Caesar's comment. So <laughs> weird. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> now so, that was a good fight though, because like this whole time I've literally been um Okay, so like like there's been quite a few times where I've been like, this show is like way too smart and clever to like fall into these ridiculous bullshit like nacho being able to jump off the roof in front of the entire place for us right right like, there's been a few times where i've been like what that doesn't seem like this show at all right. and that has been one thought that like um i haven't really expressed but that has been one thought throughout this entire season that i've just been like how how does nobody have an issue with this they address right. it. They address it in five. I'm trying to do my Breaking Bad lighting where you light half the face. Right. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Or Batman. Batman the animated series. There was always half the face of. Right. I just looked straight in the light bulb. <laughs> um, yeah. Don't don't do that. But yeah, like, uh, well, they addressed that in five oh six. The whole argument. Mm -hmm. where someone do it in front of the troops. Mm -hmm. You know. Right. But isn't it in this in this episode though where they like legitimately have it out where he's like, I'm not buying it. And then they, yeah. get, they, they get into the argument, right? And, like, that's been my thing this whole season. Like, how, or at least the last few episodes, like, nobody else brings that up. Like, right. not a colleague, not, like, a random person at the courthouse who hears that, like, Jimmy's. Well, because Kevin, Kevin had a different opinion. Kevin thought, this is why we added our show. Excuse me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Kevin thought that, uh that you know actor hired jimmy to get kim out of it you know organically or whatever because right. it was actor's idea and uh but but main yeah richard sees right through it and he's just like dude it's like i don't buy it like what's going on here this is nonsense what's what's up right but like he can't yeah. be the only person that fucking it depends how suspicious that. you are of other people's motivations i guess he can't be the only motherfucker <laughs> that is that's the only thing that's been bugging me about that. He can't be the only person that is suspicious of that. Right. There's no way. Right. No, he can't. So I'm glad that they actually brought that up because like that actually like saved a bunch of it for me because I was like, perfect. Thank you. It got a little bit more it, it since it was acknowledged, it got way better. Right. Because like I I haven't said anything, and I'm like. It has to be coming. And literally before that episode, I almost lost because I thought that would be like a major plot point. And it turns out really kind of to be nothing so far as we know after the next episode. But like, you know what I mean? Like, I was like, that has to be like the major conflict of the season is that somebody doesn't buy into that shit like and and, and puts two and two together. And yeah, then I, I, I even told uh, I was talking to Brian with a Y about it and you know, between five and six. And I said that, and I was like, 
And I was like, you know, I think it's going to come down to like Jimmy and Kim, like being in court. And, uh, you know, the next episode was called Wexford versus Goodman. And uh, I was like, I was like, I think, Jim no, this is before I saw it even. I said, I think Jim and Kim are going to end up battling in, in each other in court and something's going to go wrong. Maybe Kim goes to jail or something. And Brian's like, I think you, you know, you may be right. Mm. But mm. Uh, yeah, I, that's why I even noted in my original notes that I lost that Rich saying, I'm trying to protect you was the most important line of the episode to me because I really thought Kim was getting going to get into some serious trouble mm -hmm. and he was trying to say, you know, protect her from getting into trouble. And maybe, maybe Kim's in jail for breaking bad. Yeah. Married to Jim <laughs> or, or dead or dead. As I keep We're still saying. hanging our horse on that one. Right. <laughs> I'm still, you know, no, no, no. My theory is that she went home. Remember? Oh yeah. I don't. I'm. I'm off the Kim is dead thing, and now my theory is that she. Uh, she headed home. So that's the last notes I have for the episode. The only other scene I remember, I just went and kind of clicked through, is is when uh, Mike and Gus have their little powwow at the about dedicating that thing to Max, and he's trying to call Gus out like, "Oh, so you're supposed to be like a benefactor drug lord and clear your conscience by buying all this stuff." And and the audience is supposed to sit there and be like, dude, you have no idea. The heartache he went through with Max. Mm -hmm. No idea. You weren't there. Well, they were lovers. He got killed. He saw him bleed out in the pool. Of uh, Is that Don Eladio? Is it Eladio? Eladio. Yeah, Don Eladio ordered Hector to shoot him in the head. Mm -hmm. <laughs> why, why did you say that with a southern accent? <laughs> This has made it that much more deadly, I guess. It, That's like Kevin. Made it more impactful. Anytime I'm, well, I make fun of like, you know, gun tooting redneck so much that anytime I talk about shooting her guns, I get in a little southern accent. Mm. I'm from Wilmington, Illinois. <laughs> so even, even Fred Armisen in his stand up comedy talks about how people in southern Illinois think they live in Kentucky and have a southern accent. That's very true. And we're not. We're not from Southern Illinois, but we're from far enough from Chicago that people... Well, we're like South from, of 80, so Southern Illinois. Yeah, people think that they're Southern Illinois and half of our hometown talks like this. Mm -hmm. And about a fourth of it talks like they're from the South side of Chicago. I know somebody... Uh, I have somebody very close to me um, who uh, will say stuff like... Um, like It's you. You can well, admit it. It's me. We'll be like, well, they done did... Piss me off, and I'm like, dumb dude, piss me off, man. man. Who talks like that? Like nobody I know of in real life, except for that particular person, speaks like that. And I played softball. My mind. I played softball with a guy that put Gitter Dunn as his name on his jersey. Well, yeah, that's just good softball. That's just and good. it was spelled wrong. It was spelled. It was spelled correctly. Run <laughs> was spelled without an e. It was Gitter. It was Dunn. grammatically. It was grammatically correct. Get her done. <laughs> oh, crap. We're on Facebook Live. We're ripping on our hometown in front of everybody. That's okay. They know who they are. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I get that. It's funny because I have friends that, you know, they know about Wilmington. Mm -hmm. And uh, and if I start talking a certain way, they'll just be like, that's that Wilmington coming out of you, Dave. And yeah. I'm like, oh, man. Yeah. You know, you like, look, it's like. Take me out of Wilmington. You can't take Wilmington out of me. It's not that the people are bad. It's just that, like, it's just 
small town USA, and therefore the ridiculous people make up such a large percentage of the overall whole that it's impossible not to <laughs> laugh at that. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just, it's just impossible not to laugh at some of the things sometimes that goes on in uh, and, and and to be fair it's probably any town with a population of under oh yeah six thousand <laughs> you know what i mean like absolutely it's just a small town thing where it's it's small town midwest and uh some people are like kind of afraid of the big city they don't be associated with the big city mm-hmm. and i consider yeah. myself sort of a hybrid i guess yeah and plus we're from there so we can make fun of it right because I still love the people there. I still have my friends there and yeah. you know, my family's there. So, yeah. Uh, okay. So overall, overall episode five hundred five. It's uh, <laughs> I, I thought it. I thought it was. I thought it was pretty decent. In all yeah. honesty, if if it wasn't um, the humor, if it wasn't for the, huh? The humor was cool. Yeah, I definitely dug that. It, it'd probably be. It'd probably be my second least favorite episode this season. Second least favorite episode of the season. Yeah, right. Because I, I still I still can't figure out the whole. <laughs> I forgot <laughs> about that. That's a good point. That Hector peed in the pool and then kicked his dead body into it. Mm-hmm. Ouch! God, Hector's such an asshole. I'm so glad he got his face blown off and breaking mm-hmm. bad. We got to interview that guy because for one, the acting the whole time like is awesome. Mm-hmm. Right, it's it's so hard to play our character without speaking, and that's still, true. Then he still, you know, gets the point across. But I mean, the peeing in the pool really make it that bad? I mean, isn't that what Clarina's for? <laughs> so all in all, I thought it was a pretty good episode. I don't know if it was, yeah, probably my second, <laughs> second least favorite episode. Acker backer, Dave. Acker backer. Um, <laughs> but uh, I did like. I, I, Tyrantula I, Doug. <laughs> Tyrantula Doug. Yes, Tyrantula Doug. Which that's <laughs> that's episode eight. I think we got two more weeks till till Tyrantula mm-hmm. shows up in the in the credits. Nice, nice. We'll be going um, to do that again. Right. Mm-hmm. But uh yeah, no, I thought it was cool. Um I felt like it was setting some big things up. Uh I don't understand why he's such a dick towards Howard and then that he gets even worse next episode. Uh yeah. But we need more PFAB. Yeah, it's just really odd, right? Like he, he's such a main, uh, such a a main character of the of the show, and he's been in like a total of four minutes. I know they went through all those great lengths in the first season to like make him seem like the bad guy, and then make him the good guy, and like we all like him, and, and the audience is rooting for him. Kinda. Now he doesn't really have much to do, right? And now he's just kind of like a villain, not even a villain. He's just like a punching bag for Jimmy at this point, right? And he's just trying to be a nice guy. Well, now, right. Well, I guess he started off that way, and then he and then he was kind of a dick under Chuck, and then I guess he's he's a good guy now. Yeah, yeah. but he tried to make amends for it. I don't know. Yeah. But I hope we see more of uh, Hamlin. Yeah. And, uh, um, yeah, but, yeah. Some hokey stuff. The, you know, the montage, some of the the tricks he was playing, his old slipping Jimmy stuff was uh, hit and miss for both of us, but. Uh, all in all, move on. Well, yeah, yeah I, I I liked it. I, I I never really. I think there was only maybe in like season three or something like that. There was probably like it was like a three season three finale that I really hated. Right? Yeah. It was something like where I'm like, what the fuck? Like that sucks no. so bad. Season three was when Chuck when Chuck did it. 
Maybe it was season two. I think it was season two. That was yeah, that was season two. That was when we had Owen on because I I just love the blue balls comment that he made because it totally was, and it was an easy talk out, and they did this an easy talk out that was kind of cheap. Mm-hmm. I remember I, of of the three of us that did the finale episode, I was the one that probably gave it the most leeway. Yeah, sure. you guys are you guys are much. Well, more I think that was that was also at a point when like the show was like super brand new and everybody was just expecting so fireworks and, and right that was like. Right, like, a, like a, the confetti yeah. popper. Yeah, <laughs> I was trying to explain to somebody. You know, we're we're like on the porch of the pub before the government closes down, and uh, you know we're mm-hmm. talking about the shows, and and you know somebody's like, well, I'm more into the stuff like you know Chicago PD and Chicago Fire and stuff, and I was like, see the difference is is those shows like every episode has something crazy, every episode has this big dramatic peak, and they make you buy in, and you get so tired of it by the end of the season because it's always the same thing. Right. One, it takes nine episodes to build up to that. Right. You know, and, and it's hard for some people to take that. But like like Brian, you know, he's keeps saying that, you know, these episodes are kind of boring. And I'm like, well, but they always pay it off. At least the last like three, four, three and four definitely paid it off. Plus, uh, the thing about Chicago Fire and Chicago PD is uh, they're terrible shows. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, if you take away the fact that they suck, they're actually really bad. <laughs> if you take away the production value, the acting, and, and the, the writing, and those those are totally the the stupid like people who talk really intensely for no reason at all fucking time type right. show. It's got to be like it's got to be like. All right, Brian. Everybody, you don't understand. Squinting is acting, and I'm squinting right now, so I'm super serious. Well, we got I'm a fire. A, I'm a confident female. <laughs> I'm a confident female uh, stuck in a world in a, in a stuck in a uh, an occupation full of men. So not only am I going to be curt, but I'm going to walk away sporadically. I'm a misogynistic white male that doesn't have time for this BS. Don't you walk away when I'm talking to you? I have serious things to squint and stare about. Yeah, those shows all fucking just suck so hard. Sweet, we chased away one viewer already. We're down to three. Okay. Um, all right, episode 506. Okay, I'm just starting to record the weekly thing. All right, 506. You're what? I'm, I'm just trying to record, dude. <laughs> episode 506 called what, Brian? Namaste. <laughs> that was episode four. I don't remember. 50%. <laughs> I don't remember what it was called. Wexler versus... Oh, versus... Yeah, I should have been paying attention. So this one I think I have actually better notes on, but not a lot. Oh, man, I was so super excited for this episode, too. Yeah. I was super super excited. I'm glad that I finally got around to the whole Kim versus Jimmy thing, but I was totally hoping it would have played out in, like, a courtroom. Yeah, I really really thought it was going to. I I thought that would have been really cool if it would have been, like, like, an actual legal... Like Corporate. the Kramer versus Kramer thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, that, I, I thought that would have been really cool, but alas, it wasn't meant to be. This 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 uh, episode does not have uh, Futurama characters in it. I don't think. Um, although Bob Odenkirk's brother writes for Futurama. See, it all comes together. Full circle. So Kim Kim's out at uh, Red Cloud Junior High School. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so can I say that that um, 
this mirrors your own adolescence? Yeah. No. <laughs> no, I was I was really impressed with that actress. The girl or the mom? Yeah. <laughs> I, I was uh, like uh, the the girl, um, young lady. I, I don't know what we're supposed to say nowadays, but like I have two, girl. I have two daughters. So that girl, um, she, uh, like I, I really feel like she nailed like some of uh, Ray Seahorn's mannerisms. Mm. Like I, I was sitting there because like I was kind of drawn into it. I'm like, well, what part of the story is this? For some reason, I thought it was Mike's granddaughter had aged again. <laughs> Yeah, I, I was. I was. I spent like the first couple of minutes thinking, like, what does Kaylee look like? Is this Kaylee? I can't remember. Right, but the way, um, like, and I remember specifically because I think I've watched. I've watched this episode. Uh, one point seven five times. <laughs> like I don't. I don't even know if that mathematically works out, but I've seen the first half of this episode probably three times, and then the full episode one time. And the reason being is because I was trying to like watch it from my bedroom upstairs or like uh the basement TV without hooking the computer up to it and fucking uh AT&T TV now or whatever the hell it's called it used to be direct TV now if you watch a show that's on demand but you don't record it and it gets shut off it doesn't start where you ended it and fast forward features are disabled <laughs> in the fucking on demand jesus so it's like so it's just like, oh my god! I was like thirty minutes into this thing, and I can't fast forward. So I'm gonna have to watch the first thirty minutes again. Then something would happen, and I get distracted with my daughters or something. Then I come back. I'm like, shit! I really want to watch that. So like, I'm like, all right, well, I'll play Nintendo or something. And so I turn it on again, first half hour, and then I fall asleep. So I watch the first half hour of it like three times, oh, and, and the whole thing once. My point remains: each time I watched it, when I figured out what was going on with the blind girl and stuff like that. That that uh, especially when um, she's talking with the mother in the car and the mother basically asking her mother if she's been drinking. Her mother claims it was one drink or whatever. Yeah. Um, the the way that she just kind of looks off, pauses, and then says that she'll walk home. Like I really think that 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 actress uh, nailed Ray Seahorn's depiction of Kim Wexler. Like she nailed the mannerisms, and I I just remember being really impressed by that. I didn't pick up on that because that definitely is more of your thing. Yeah, I, 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 I genuinely thought it was really good. Yeah, very nice. Yeah. Sorry, during your whole diatribe, I decided to see if we were actually on Twitter, and uh, I don't know. This is broadcasting Twitter. Um, okay. We're going to post it up on the stream anyway. So. Well, it actually tells you up here how many people are watching. Didn't it? I'm going to yeah. guess zero. Three. We got three. Oh, but nice three. Hi. Yeah. I think Eckmeyer's still watching. Um, but you know so, what I mean? Like, I, I was generally yeah. impressed by that. I, 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 I legitimately thought that was really well done. That, which is why this is such a great show. It's such a great detail-oriented show. Like that, I don't think that's a coincidence. And it gave... Um, it, it was a nice way of giving Kim back backstory, more so than what she's hinted at through the thing. Right, and why she has she's so high on integrity. Mm -hmm. and, but also, the whole... Um, the fool me once, shame on me. Fool me once, twice, shame on or fool me once, won't get fooled again. Uh, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, mm -hmm. shame on me. Right, right. Because she puts her foot down with her mom for always letting her down. But then we see what happens at the end of the episode. Right, where she's basically kind of done with Jimmy, or is she cliffhanger? Yeah. Speaking of Cliff, he's in the episode later. 
<laughs> so stupid. <laughs> so stupid. All right, continue. So dumb. See, all I don't know people, why that was so funny, but that was so stupid and funny. All you people watching, we do this a lot in our episodes, is I'll make a terrible joke. We laugh for too long, and then I end up cutting that out. I think I think we laugh a lot more at how stupid we think each other is than yeah yeah I cut out a lot of this of of, of dead space of us just laughing at how stupid we think we are um but yeah Red Cloud Junior High School Red Cloud is a Sioux Warrior Chief mm-hmm. yes I know this that's all that's all I wrote yeah I'm just saying like in third in third grade when we were doing like Thanksgiving and we all got to pick like a Native American name mm-hmm. back then we called them Indians but like now they're Native Americans which is fine is but, Red Cloud- uh, I I was Red Cloud. <laughs> so I thought that was kind of funny. I actually went to Google it because I thought Red Cloud was like a toilet paper brand. <laughs> it may be. It's a little rougher toilet paper. It's basically Sam Cloud. Red Hat. Why did I write Red Hat? It's Red Cloud. Red Hat Cloud. Why am I doing this now? We're live, Dave. Well, oh. Jason, I wish we had more sight gags. <laughs> All right, payphone opening. I can add like media and stuff. I actually have a nothing important picture. I think. I'm actually kind of really intrigued by this whole deal. We're going to talk. Oh, look, I can make this picture our logo from Nothing Important Podcast. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! So if you're watching the live stream right now, all literally three of you, that picture that appeared in the there, 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 yeah, yeah, that picture that um that dude uh, right there, um, we were running around my neighborhood in these dinosaur hoodies that my wife made us, <laughs> which is which is hilarious. That's great. Doing a photo shoot. Yeah. Oh, also, this is from another episode of a show I did with other people because I've been doing a, a lot of uh, live streaming with certain friends and stuff. The gentleman that sings our theme song intro is this guy right here. <laughs> <laughs> That's really cool. That's actually from a live performance live stream that he did, and they, they had a little advertisement of like where you can send money because he's a full-time musician that has been out of work the whole time. Because that's all he does is play music. So, uh, yeah, he was doing a live stream, and then he called into my other show, which you can find on my timeline. I interviewed the band River Horse and did a thing with him. But, yeah, uh, good times. So if we do this more often, I definitely have some production ideas. I can We can upgrade. I got an interface I can add music to. You can add some video and media and pictures and stuff. So We'll talk. Yeah, we'll talk. We'll we'll see how much response we get out of this. At least one person's been with us for sixty six full minutes, and I don't know how you're doing. And it. Caesar, I don't Caesar know if you're playing with us the whole time. Is trying to figure out how this thing works. Okay, so if I point to my left, it goes to the right. There you go. Like there. Yeah. Oops. Okay. The dude abides. All right. So, all right. So we uh, the opening and then Play the first. Yeah. And then we got the Verde commercial. Right. With young, with young Kevin. Well done. Well done, shitty that era commercial. That was great. Like, like mocking, which is oh, that's so funny. I, I wish I could share it. Somebody shared on Facebook today a Victory Auto Wreckers all the outtakes. Oh, really? <laughs> like the door doesn't come off the car. 
No, but it's like it's 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 two takes. It's only two, but it's like you know that he's standing in front of the car, and the director's like, "Okay, shake your head. Now shake your head more. Okay, shake. Now throw your arms up in the air. Okay, shake your head and pull the door off. And then he pulls the door off. And then because there's another take, and he's like, "Shake your head, shake your head. Okay, pull the door." And he's like, "Watch out!" And then the guy doesn't get out of the way fast enough, and like falls on his foot. <laughs> <laughs> Victory Auto Auto Records is fantastic. Commercial. Yeah. Yeah, anybody that knows car is worth money. Called Victory right. Auto Records. Yeah. Called Victory Auto Records, man. That's an old Chicago. Like those kinds of commercials are literally probably influencing this show because Bob Odenkirk is from Chicagoland and saw all these shitty ass commercials. Right, right, right. Like uh, Eagle Man. Yeah. Eagle Man and Empire Carpet and stuff like that. But yeah, really nice job of like the the nineteen eighties crappy bank commercial. Yeah, I thought that was fantastic. That was a, that was a really nice touch. It, it seemed, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, yeah, I, I guess I, I had more to say about that, but like I thought that was really well done. That kind of got a chuck out of me. Also, sometimes you don't get to see. I pre laugh before I tell a joke. Thanks, so Jimmy, Jimmy's with the crew, the college kids, right? Right. And, and and it's much like Kim's ponytail reflects her personality. It seems like the camera guy's weight reflects his surliness. <laughs> well, you and I would just be some honorary motherfuckers. <laughs> he's uh, he's looking a little bigger, but he's so surly. I love it. I kind of love like the main camera guy, right? Yeah, the main guy, the guy that's in Thirty Rock. I, I don't remember his name. He's kind of the brains of the operation. It seems. Yeah, he's such a dick. But it's, yeah. he's such he's a dick. Like, he's, eating dick. The, he's eating the pizza and like having like <laughs> actors hold his coke, but. I loved when he, yeah, the the holding the coke, the holding the coke thing was great when he uh, made the old lady or whatever hold the coke. And he's mm-hmm. like coke out of like, and but like then he had to struggle to pull it back. It was great. Same yeah, thing yeah. with the cane too. Like Bob owned it, like Jimmy wanted the guy to like put his cane away. And he's like, you don't need it. And they like struggled over it. That was right. good. I enjoyed that method. He pulls the pizza from the one dude, and he's like, you can have. The, I'm just gonna hold on to this for a while. Right. I uh, pretty impressed with the green screen. Spray paint green screen. Yeah, you got to make it work because because uh, you know you got a weak turnaround from the crew and they, he's like, no, we'll do this in a day. We'll we'll, we'll do Jimmy McGill mm-hmm. style. So again, so I also thought like during this point they were going to get caught, like when she showed up for the movie production. I thought he was going to convince her to leave, Kim. Yeah, yeah, I thought like, he was going to get her to leave. Like a why? Why the fuck are you here? Like what if somebody's watching us? Kind of deal, right? Exactly. In my side gigs, I include body language and facial expressions. Really sells the bad puns. Thank you. Thank you. We do have, as they say, personality and over a decade of live performance experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. it, is it performance that we call it we do? I don't know. We've been we've been doing dumb shit together since like 1999 with each other. Think about that. 20 fucking years. 20 fucking years. We've been playing dumb songs and doing stupid shit. Longer shows. than we haven't. Right. Isn't that weird? Yeah, that's so Almost weird. Literally, literally just over half of my life. What a, what a, what a fucking life has been. Mm-hmm. And we were friends before we even started doing stupid shit. Yeah, you don't get kicked out of a state for nothing. <laughs> no regrets. <laughs> <laughs> one small regret because I do have family that lives in that state. But uh, well, I'm just saying, of all the states I could have got kicked out of, um, 
I'm glad it was that one. <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't fire me because I quit anyway. <laughs> it's funny because we, I was just talking with my, my girlfriend. We, we went for a drive today. Uh, we almost stir crazy. So we went and got like drive-through coffee and drive-through breakfast burritos. Mm -hmm. Part of the and, problem. Okay, but thanks. And what's that? I said you're part of the problem. Yeah, I know. Um, and I paid with the cash, too. And uh, we had to wait for the place to open, so we just drove around. And I was like, let's go get lost. You know. Wuhan flu ain't nothing to fuck with. <laughs> <laughs> so when we had like 40 minutes to kill for, you know, the burrito place to open, we just went and drove around. We are talking about getting lost and stuff. And I, I I didn't really want to tell the story that one of her stories about how on our way back from getting kicked out, we mm -hmm. ended up in a state that wasn't even on the direction back home. That is okay. So that's my favorite part. So like, I guess I'm just going to tell whoever's watching right now. So when we got kicked out of, here's what I remember. When, when we got kicked out of, uh, out of uh, the state that we got kicked out of, I remember um, I may or may not have been drunk and I woke up and it was me, you and our friend Jeff, who has been on the uh, podcast a few times yeah. in the past seasons. And uh, I just remember waking up, and the first words out of Jeff's mouth was, hey, man, it's time to play. Guess what state we're in? And I literally thought to myself, what is the one state that there's no way we could possibly be in because we got here by going nowhere near the state? Like, I literally thought, like, what is the absolute state that there's no way we could possibly be in? And I go, West Virginia. <laughs> and we were in fucking West Virginia. <laughs> and then it was even greater because we were almost out of gas. And I, I still remember to this day that the gas station was pretty much like a pole barn with like two pumps at it. And I was like, well, yeah, it was like one. And I'm like, How did we even I'm like, did we get off on a highway? Because it wasn't even like a real road that we were on. It was, it was no. literally just a one-punt shed <laughs> in the middle of West Virginia. Because drunk 22-year-old <laughs> Dave that had to drive decided mm -hmm. that we needed gas really bad and just hit the next exit and just went that direction until we hit a gas station. And apparently this highway kind of rides the border. <laughs> so we <laughs> or something. But uh, yeah, so yeah, that was like the hills have eyes. That was pretty creepy, actually. I thought we were gonna die. Yeah, that was awesome. Good times. Good times. Good times. So anyway, how about that, Jason? You ever been kicked out of a state? <laughs> <laughs> so great. Good times. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Okay. So then there was human commercial. Kim rolls up with the cold pizza, fondled by community theater actors. I, I really like that line. Yeah, my I, like really like I wrote it down. I, I was literally thinking the whole time, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like, why would you even show up to that? And then it turns out that they kind of like agreed that they would help each other, but like, right, right. But well, why? But then Kim pulls the plug and decides she wants to invest her own money into getting Acura to take a pie, a, a pie out, a pie out, right. And and this is where I thought that he wasn't going to call it off because I figured, you know, something's coming. The episode's called Wexler versus McGill. And I'm like, there's something big happening. And I thought this might kind of lead to it. But no, he's just like, all right, I'll shut it down. Yeah. yeah. He already got the footage he needed, apparently. Say that again? 
He already got the footage he needed, apparently. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, oh, really good mon- I, I really like that whole scene. I, I really like that whole. I, I did. It was. It was in the, to have the montage early up in the episode was kind of cool too because usually it's later or something. Maybe I'm reading too much into that, but no, it was very cool. Um, Nacho meets up with Gus, Victor, and Mike at the spot. I guess we'll just call it the spot because they. Right, it was just re- like really odd, right? It was like kind of an odd meeting. It's like they all walked up pretty much to say like, "Hi." Right, and then they just all walked off. Right, like there was well, like no substance true. to it whatsoever, except for Nacho now has to talk to Mike. But that, I, I guess that was the whole point. But well, no, it was a it was a it was a briefing meeting where Nacho was giving Gus a status update, but they can't do it over cell phones because they're all being watched. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so they meet up in person. That's when he tells them, you know, a lot of those red not your dealers and stuff. And, and Gus, I kind of like where Gus is like, well, yeah, promote low level guys, let them get arrested, you know. Mm. We, got, we got to keep our guys. Yeah. Which is how, you know, like Badger and stuff gets popped off. Yeah. Word. And they're going to take care of Lalo, which I like. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. And then they got Kim's apology to Rich. Yeah. All right. Well, she's got to play it off, right? And I did note here, ponytail game, not so on point. This is where mm-hmm. the pony game, pony game. The pony pony board from the Outsiders. Right. Stay stay golden, ponytail. Stay golden, ponytail. Yeah, that makes me want to put a camel soft pack in my white sleeve. Remember people used to do that shit? Like that? Nice. <laughs> That's all the cool greasers did it. The greasers and the socials. Nice. Anyway, you, know, you can't buy class, you know. <laughs> you're just born with it mm-hmm, yeah just born with it maybe it's maybelline maybe. so, you know what's kind of funny you know what's kind of funny so we watched um uh so uh honey i shrunk the kids last night oh god and um i'm la- the last time of that movie what <laughs> can you shrink the running time of that movie <laughs> here's here's what i noticed uh i think they use like the vhs version of that movie to make the Disney Plus version of that film. Like, because I was explaining to my wife, like, the reason why you can have movies from the 1970s in high def is because projectors, and, and uh, you know, my wife already knew this, but, like, I was just talking about, like, you know, projector, projectors already had such a bigger ratio that it's actually, even if they were a movie from the 1970s, it's actually downscaling it to make it to what our idea of what HD is now. That's why you can have HD versions of movies like from 1982. But if you watch Disney Plus and you watch Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, it's very grainy, almost to the point of distraction. Huh. I, I thought that was so weird. I'm like, why wouldn't they use like the theatrical release so it's actually downscaled so it's like crisper? It looks like they took a VHS like made from home with the 4 by 3 square screen and blew it up for the... That is weird. It's usually... It's weird. These are things that are digitally remastered, or yeah, they use the. the so if you have stuff. Disney Plus, watch Honey I Shrunk the Kids, and you'll be almost like it'll almost be distracting, like how like, uh, like blurry. Grainy. I guess. I think grainy is the word. Yeah, it's really Maybe weird. It's a poorly done movie because it's a bad movie. How dare you, sir? It's had several sequels, a TV series, and it'll have a new sequel coming out this year. Yeah, uh, freaking um, 
you know, right, it was honey, honey, we shrunk ourselves, dude. High school musical and step up have a lot of sequels, and those are shitty movies, too. <laughs> I'll be right. I'm leaving the podcast. Oh. Join me next week where it's Dave talks better call Saul by himself. And you don't want that. In, in all in all uh in all seriousness, um one, yeah, definitely just check that out as an aside. And two, uh, I don't remember what we were talking about that got me talking about honey, I shrunk the kids. Um something about I don't know. I don't know either. Um so uh oh, we're down to two viewers, so we chased away one more person. Sweet. Nice, nice. Um Ponytail game on point, and then, Hi, buddy, what you got going on? Oh, is your wife gonna make an appearance? You're just gonna talk to her while we're doing our show. Cool, yeah. Uh, do you want to come say hi? I'm gonna put them in one of your socks, okay. Oh, are you actually FaceTiming with everybody? Yeah, hi. Okay. Oh, yeah, look at this fucking thing. What is that? What is that thing? Is it our new? Uh, is it the new pundit for the uh, the analysis board? <laughs> yeah. Is he not the tiniest thing you've ever seen? Is it a chihuahua? Yeah, he only weighs one pound. Wow! Like, look at my hand. Doop. But he probably barks like he weighs thirty. He doesn't bark at all. What? No, you can't have a chihuahua. That's not a chihuahua. It doesn't bark. He doesn't bark yet. He doesn't know how. Oh, He's wow. also shaking and freezing to death. Well, look how you're holding him. You <laughs> <laughs> also looking at my face. <laughs> He needs somewhere warm to hang out. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm sorry, I don't remember. <laughs> so Mike goes to the library. Mm -hmm. uh, Dave Clark in the Skylark. Mm -hmm. Does he drive a Skylark? I don't know. Oldsmobile something. And uh, this is kind of a cool scene. I like how he's... I, I, I kind of forgot. I was talking to a friend of mine right after I watched this, actually. We, could, we forgot the details of the, uh, the wire transfer place. Right, yeah, because there was the guy that got killed by by uh, Lalo because he came down from the ceiling. Yeah, did did they Remember show? We were all very impressed how our basic drop ceiling could hold a hundred sixty pound man. Right, and then did they show the building on fire? Okay, so thank you for bringing that up. I don't remember that either. I I was trying to tell my friend because he was like, "Dude, I don't I don't remember seeing the building on fire." And I said, "I think they just threw those details." Hey, Kristen, our our uh, one of our. Uh, one of uh, one of the folks that listen to our podcast says hello. <laughs> she says, "Oh, hi." <laughs> I can vouch Brian's wife is very very sweet, um, very cool woman. Yeah. So, what was I saying now? Oh yeah. So he was. We were discussing this, and I said, "I think they just threw these facts in there to tell you what happened. They never actually showed it." Right, thank you. Because like I, I didn't remember it being on fire either. Jason, you can let us know if it's uh, if it happened. Or uh, whoever else might be on, but like I, I don't recall ever seeing it on fire. The other person that's on, <laughs> huh? Or the other person that's watching. All right, that's okay. I think I'm actually one of them. I think, <laughs> I think I'm the three of us are us three. That's okay. Digging. Uh, anyway, thanks for sticking with us. Um, yeah, yeah. So I think I think they did that just to fill in the gaps, and this is kind of a way to write that in there. And uh, but I like that they're taking this approach. Mike's, you know. Mike's going Batman now, world's greatest detective, mm -hmm. a.k.a. Dave Clark. I like that way better than him being a badass. Where he uses his brain and, like, 
smart mm-hmm. and wily his police i like that way better than him being a badass and i know we always joke around and say yeah. that he's like batman but like really i would love a batman movie where batman was the world's greatest detective because i have heard that's where they're gonna go with the next reboot and i really hope they do because yeah because that's the thing and you're a bigger fan of comic book lore than i am but yeah, they always say batman's the world's greatest detective but he's always just like almost super badass rich guy that buys stuff and he shows up places but they don't show him actually detecting right detect right detect. oh hi amy how you doing thank you amy amy says she doesn't amy crandall says uh, i don't think they showed it either i i i was genuinely confused because i will for hey amy because i i forget shit all the goddamn time and i Oh, good. Awesome. Okay, so so it must be one of those things where, like, like in the writers' room of this season, they were like, like they just kind of came up with that detail to make it more dramatic, or, right. or a reason why it's so hard to track this person down because of this was destroyed or whatever. Because I think we even talked about that in our show where we were like, you know, how did he just get away with that? Like, what, what, you know, what, what the fuck, basically? Like, yeah, how did he get away with that? Because he goes in, and kills a guy, and leaves. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> YOLO, right? <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, that's uh, so I actually do like that they wrote that in there and wrote some details and suddenly they set the building on fire and, and stuff like that. And uh, I don't, I mean, did we see Lily even? I'm also questioning that if we even saw Lily before or is this a new thing? Her being Again, I, didn't, I didn't recall that either. I, I yeah. think they just kind of yada yada over that and then they just kind of brought details in for this episode. Clever. To- they, it's totally legit. I'm <laughs> um, so now we get into By the way. Uh, so like, here, here's another thing about this whole coronavirus thing. And I was talking to one of my employees about this the other day. She, she like walked past my desk and sniffled, and she's oh. like, "Sorry." And I'm like, "No, because because the way it's working, like, uh, my my day job, my real job, was like um, our office that would were normally open to the public." are now closed to the public, mm-hmm. right? And we're only servicing, I, I run an apartment complex. So we're only servicing emergency things like a pipe break or something like that, right? So like the only people that are in the office every day, <laughs> that's right, <laughs> Lalo YOLO. <laughs> Lalo YOLO, you only Lalo YOLO once. So, <laughs> um, so she walked by my desk because she was like handing me some paperwork or something for some financial bullshit. And uh, yeah. she sniffled, and she's like, "I'm sorry." I'm like, I, "I don't give a shit." Like, I've been working with you for like two weeks under these conditions now. Like, I'm obviously not going to get AIDS and die or right. whatever fuck is going on. I'm like, but that's funny, is because like, um, as I get older, I've like developed like allergies. Where like every year about this time when like spring started to change, like I'll get like, you know, silliness yeah. in my throat. And yeah. it's like if I cough now, you know, like or like her sniffles, people are like, "Whoa." Whoa, <laughs> you know, right? But like, really, it's just sniffles and a cough, right? Uh, yeah, I'm kind of the same. Like, I'm a smoker, so like, I, you know, I cough and I'm like looking around, like, is it even mad at me or whatever? But yeah, whatever. Follow yeah, yellow. I, I don't remember the woman either. I, I don't. I don't think any. I think those details were all added in after the fact. Yeah. So props to the writing crew. I don't know who wrote this one. I didn't listen to the Insider podcast this week. Which is funny. I don't listen to podcasts at home, so now that I'm home a lot more, like I have a I have about a half an hour drive to work. That's when I listen to podcasts, and I mostly mm-hmm. listen to the Spitballers podcast because it's like it's three thirty something guys that talk about nothing. It's it's mm-hmm. us. 
Um, so it's then we like get bet on balls, dude. Then we get to Jimmy with the hookers. And I saw this coming. They did a trading places. I knew they were going to do a trading places. They totally did the trading places. Jimmy, Jimmy went from like uh, having a disdain from Howard to outright terrorizing the guy. Right. And not even original because any, anybody that's seen the movie Trading Places knows that setup. If I if I was if I was big into um okay so like you know like I don't give a fuck about spoilers because it's not that big of a deal to me and I I've seen people like why well, can't watch that show why I don't like any of the characters it's like you you get that like I don't get that invested like I don't like I usually if I don't like a show it's just because I personally like. It's not to my taste or liking. Mm -hmm. I don't think I've ever been like, well, you know, like I, I, I really don't like the Family Guy because I don't like half of the characters. Like that's just a weird mindset to me. But like, I, I guess I get it why um, other other people do it. I think the characters is what makes this show great. I, I, mean, I, I don't know. I, I, I just don't. I, I just don't see it as that. So I guess my point is, is like, if you're one of those people who. Because, like, up until this moment, like, Jimmy was pretty affable. He was a pretty likable, affable guy. Even, mm -hmm. like, his smarminess and just being a complete dickhole. Like, he, he was still, like, uh, somebody that, like, uh, you know, good for a, a few laps or at least a good hangout, you know. Mm -hmm. but, but, like, if you're one of these people that, like, you couldn't like a show because you didn't like anybody. Like, he really seriously, like, okay, break on the windows, dick move, kind of funny. But then to go back and hire hookers to like ruin this guy in a place that's obviously like a lawyer lunch hangout, like a legal clerk law person hangout, and then have two hookers come and basically make it look like he owes them money, which is like an impossible thing to dispute. Joe Dog, by the way, it's, he owes Joe Dog ain't happy. Yeah, yeah, Ed Begley Jr. Right? Yeah, that was Ed Begley Jr. Cliff Cliff Maine. Yeah, it's good seeing him back. Cliff Davis, but um, Richard Davis, Clifford Maine. I don't know. The only thing I remember is when we had uh, <laughs> Ed Begley Jr. on our podcast, and I just remember when he answered the phone, he's just like, Brian, this is Ed Begley Jr. <laughs> <laughs> he was a great interview, though. Yeah, he was a super was sweet awesome. guy, but it was just, I'll never forget that. I was like, hello? And he's just like, Brian, this is Ed Begley Jr. Like, it was very matter of fact. Right. Very matter of fact. But he was he was a cool guy, super about recycling and all that good stuff. And yeah. And, well, uh, and then we drives a coward power to buy his own sense of self-worth, duh. <laughs> <laughs> right. but, um, anyway, I guess I guess my point is if, if you're somebody who's susceptible to that to be like, Man, I was all on board with Jimmy because like he was still kind of likable. I could see this being the point where like uh, some people might not watch anymore because like he, he really became unlikable because he, he went from you know, mischievous scamp who's incorrigible to right. Dick. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah, and I'm almost kind of concerned that like, they 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 may they I hope they don't take him too far because it's almost like he's more of a dick now than he is in Breaking Bad. So maybe he'll go too far and they'll rein him back in, right? Or just kind of keep going with it. I think maybe they'll go too far and rein him back in. I think you know, too far, push him away, then they rein him back in, and that's how he gets into his full you know Breaking Bad character. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, yeah. But okay. this specifically, is, I think this is like awesome writing and terrible writing at the same time because, like I, I keep saying, the trading places rip off with the hookers and the that is kind of cheesy. But the terrible uptight jokes 
And like the hard, you got a hole in one the other day, you know. Next time, <laughs> stupid old white guy jokes like that's <laughs> yeah. You get it? You get it? Because <laughs> that's probably how you know. I'm talking about his. I'm talking about his sex. Ah. Huh? <laughs> okay, so no, I think he really meant a hole in one in golf, dude. Oh. Well, I don't get sports jokes. <laughs> that wasn't a joke. He, the joke was afterwards when he's like, next stop, PGA Tour. I don't get it. <laughs> well, I don't get sports because there aren't any. Mm-hmm. That's right. Which, by the way, our, our big idea, me and Mr. Uh, Mr. Hoffer, uh, this guy here. <laughs> We're, we might actually, maybe Tuesday or tomorrow, um, we're going to play a simulated uh, NFL game on the computer versus the computer. And wait, wait, pause real quick. Amy, are you still here? Is Amy still here? I don't know. There's Amy? two viewers. And at one point, Kevin, Kevin was on, but I didn't say hi because I just noticed it. Hey, Kevin. Amy, let me know if you're still here. All right, go. I don't think Amy's still here. I'm a bitch. All right, go. Crand Krabappel, I've been calling her Crandall. Um, what was I talking about? Oh yeah. So what we're gonna do, Jason? Is- are you still here? Let me know if you're still here. All right, are go. You just gonna interrupt me every time. Oh, oh hey, yeah. hey, there you are. Hey, hey, put that on the screen. Look at this production. Ready? Bam. We are. <laughs> right, hey. So tomorrow, if Dave and I do this and watch the show. Would uh would you guys uh would you guys tune in and hang out with us since we're all stuck in our houses? That's my question for you. I'll answer for right. her. Here we go. Here's her answer. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that production! Whoa! It's like was, the future is now. Actually, that was not. Oh, you got to remember, there's a little delay too. I think that it, it's it's like ten seconds behind. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so, right. still here. Eckmeyer. Okay. Eckmeyer. Eckmeyer. Right. All right, so go ahead. So, anyway, so tomorrow, if we do the better call stuff, we must do that. But uh, Monday or Tuesday, Alex and I, we want to put on like NFL, like EA Sports NFL, mm-hmm. have the computer simulate a game and be the broadcasters for it. Nice, that'd be awesome. We're so hard up for sports. <laughs> we're two days after opening day, was supposed to start. We don't have any baseball, but he doesn't have a baseball game. So, okay. yeah, like, you know, why don't we just do something stupid, like broadcast a computer versus the computer? That'd be awesome. <laughs> we used to, we used to, uh, do you remember when yeah, we were in college? We used to, David Francis, what? We used to use that for gambling. I don't remember that. We used to simulate games on Madden, like, 2003, and, like, used to use it for gambling. Mm. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I could awesome. have for a better answer. So, so, so Dave and I, um, oh, awesome, Amy. So, like, Dave and I, um, Amy says she'll turn in, Jason says she, he'll turn in. So, like, we, we were thinking about, like, because we can't, we can't broadcast the show, right? I don't want to get in any trouble with copyright because we do have AMC credentials and I don't want to screw that up. Yeah. But using this, this doohickey here, we could probably just basically do what we're doing while watching this, the TV. Yeah, like I have a monitor right here. 
So and I have a TV like over over there, earplugs or something, so we can keep an eye on the show and kind of you guys can watch our reaction because we did. I don't know how new you guys are to our show. Um, was it season three or four? We did film. We recorded ourselves audio only, watching the episode, and there were people. Hey, Matt, how's it going? Oh. Mall of America. Look at that guy. What's nice. up, dude? Nice. Welcome, welcome. Yeah. Very. I cool. just fucking hang out all night now. I got I got beer and oh, I'm yeah. a bot. Yeah, I'll do this. I don't really care. Um, that's awesome. Hey, how's it going, dude? But yeah, we we totally did that. We uh we we recorded ourselves audio only watching the episode and then told everybody like if you're gonna watch the episode, press play now, and then you could hear our like riff track. Yeah, but this is so much better. So if we do this tomorrow night, we could totally just watch the show, put in like put in one headphone so you and I can hear each other, mm -hmm. and then we'll just we'll just chat about it. Because like really what what's kind of always fun for me too is like uh like when I watch it live, because we always watch the screeners like uh well, this season is weird. So we got the first half of the season. Yeah, we got four episodes before one even aired. Yeah, so, yeah, which usually, which has never happened before. Usually you get the first two about a month out, and then you get the next ones a week out, except for the finale, you don't get until it airs. Right. I'm sure if you're like TV Guide or like a real thing, you probably get it. But like, we didn't get it until we didn't get the finales. Right. This year... This year, they uh, this year we got the first four episodes, and then now the last two have not been advanced at all. Right, which is kind of weird, tripping us out a little bit. But you know, whatever. yeah, I mean, I mean, whatever. If that's if that's how they're doing it, that's how they're doing it. And for us, it's just convenient. We can watch it at any time and like not commercial free, which right. is amazing how much shorter it is commercial free. Yeah, like on A and E, it's like an hour and five minutes. But if you watch it commercial free, it's like forty eight minutes or something like that. One, it's like seven minutes per hour. <clears throat> yeah, something like that. So yeah, yeah, we'll try yeah, it. So we'll probably do that tomorrow. So uh, awesome. We'll turn turn in tomorrow. Me, Dave, and I will probably do that. It probably like similar setup to this. Um, we're still working out kinks and stuff. And like I said, the more we do this, the more I'll be able to up production values because I am kind of smart and I am an audio engineer, so I can usually figure out some cool stuff. But yeah, I'm not smart, but I have an audio engineer who can. I got. I got to remember that the way this is set up. If I point to my left, which is where I see Dave, on my screen it looks like I'm pointing right. So you're actually this way, even though in real life, you're not. It's weird. Okay. So anyway, yeah. So we'll do that tomorrow. That'll be fun. It's good to see all Americans. You put your thumb. You put your thumb. That was like a high five. Hold on. Ready? Wait. Let's go. This way? On the count of three, ready? One, two, yeah, three. Bam. Okay, ready? One, one, two, three. Bam. Bam. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So anyway, continue. It I don't is. Even remember what the fuck we were talking about. So yeah, I know we're gonna try and do a, a a live broadcast of whatever my awesome idea. Don't make yep. it go viral. If you guys don't watch that, I don't really care if it goes viral. We're just trying to entertain ourselves. Um. Yeah. Okay. And then I think. Well, Mike goes to the police station. He gets the memo to Detective Roberts. Mm -hmm. yeah. And, and I, I think it was Mall of America that pointed it out, the Easter egg. I'm trying to pull up Twitter because this was a really good one. That um, the story about the smell under the porch, Jesse told that story in Breaking Bad. Yeah. Or it was like his aunt or something. Right. Either way. 
Either way, so we're 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 totally in the timeline now, which is super cool. So well, like I said, maybe a really fun Easter egg that I did not notice. So here here's my prediction. So season five is going to end. By the way, it was MH Duncan. It wasn't Mall of America. Sorry, I don't want to give you credit where you don't deserve it, bud. Thanks, Jim. Yeah. <laughs> MH Duncan. So season, season five is going to end. Season five is going to end um, with the uh, infamous, like they're in the desert and the Lalo did it scene. Yeah. And since season six is the, um, the last season, it's totally going to be um, – like Lion King one and a half, where it's going to be like, like Breaking Bad, but from Saul's view. You think so? Because yeah, I, Saul, no, Saul. but yes. <laughs> I'll bet. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. I would not doubt that the events of season six of Better Call Saul take place during the events of season one of Breaking Bad. Yeah, be like Timon and Pumbaa. That's what I'm going for anyway. Just saying. Uh, exit by the gift shop. Uh, are you talking about the Banksy movie, Mall of America? Because I've seen that, and uh, that guy was a tool. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, Brian? Banksy? Uh, exit through the gift shop. No, it's but I'm worried about Banksy. He basically tried to like monetize Banksy's whole thing, like try to copy Banksy and make it and like make money off of it. And then he wanted to interview Banksy, but then the movie became like Banksy interviewing him. And like exposing him for the tool that he was. I think I'm, I'm more of a fan of Hanksy. Do you know who Hanksy is? No, uh, I know Jonathan Banksy though. <laughs> who Jonathan? Jonathan won't come on our podcast. Yeah, remember we were trying to spread the rumor that Jonathan Banks is actually Banksy. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, this, <laughs> I still hold that to this day. But there is actually a graffiti artist out there named Hanksy. Who does Banksy like work, but he's a parody artist, no, and no. it all revolves around Tom Hanks. That's not a joke. Look up Hanksy, H A N K S K Y. Hanksy. I also have a screen sharing option, which we can probably incorporate into later episodes. If I can set some things up, I can actually share my computer screen. This is fan fucking tastic. All right. right. So okay, keep going with the show. Yeah, well, and I appreciate Mall of America. Um, You guys are so, why don't you guys do this podcast? Like, yeah, we fucking suck. So, I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> it's like all I want to do is just talk with people about the show, and I'm just constantly like showing up and impressed by everybody else's knowledge of everything. But of everything. But you have personality and looks, Brian. And I have neither of those things. Battle flops. You have battle flops. I have battle flops. Yeah. Anybody late to the episode, go back. I, I feel free. Know. Feel free to play the video while I go grab another beer. I haven't drank on a podcast in a long time. Again, you want me to play the video? I don't know if anybody can hear the video as I play I, it. I can hear it just fine. Oh Lord! I got to turn the up. There we go. Right. What's up, y'all? This is Brian, Big Lux Fixins, aka Tom Selleck's chest hair at Costco, about ready to coronavirus and social distance my way to save and my battle flops. Let's do this. That's the battle flops. 
So my favorite part about that, I think I was touching on based on this earlier. My favorite part about that was um, I was using it to mess with my dad. And my dad was like, because the one that I, I posted on Twitter and actually sent to my family was me just cussing up a storm because my wife was like, hey, so like in this room back here where I keep getting the beer, it's actually my walk-in closet and I have an additional freezer in there also. And we use the freezer, you know, to like store extra shit that doesn't fit in the freezer upstairs. Yeah. And so um, she was like, hey, before you go to Costco, could you get me an inventory of the stuff in the freezer? So I like put on my hat sideways. I'm, I'm like, oh yeah, motherfuckers. This is what's in the motherfucking freezer and shit. And so my wife sent that to the family and my dad's like, my dad's like, um, why do you have to talk like that? Cause my dad, my dad pretends like he hates cussing, even though he cusses all the time. And so the reason you called Harold Flood. <laughs> <laughs> the day, the, the, uh, the video that <laughs> the video that my dad don't care, the video that Dave okay. just played, um, the video that Dave just played was one of my videos to like him and the family. Cause we have like, 15 people of our family in one text message about my trip to Costco. And so like, I was like in Costco, just since it was empty and just being ridiculous, I was like, I like power cakes, like the pancake powder, you know, I was just like power cakes, motherfuckers. <laughs> and my dad's just progressively getting more and more angry. And he's like, what would you do if your daughter started talking like that? And so I just like set up my, my phone on a shelf and then just like lean back across on a shelf the other side. And I was just like, shit. <laughs> just fucking, he's like, shut off his phone for the rest of the day. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I had to call him later. And of course I had to double down, you know, cause like, like he, he's not impressed by this by like six o'clock this evening, you know? And, uh, I had to explain to him how gangster I was and, <laughs> And uh, I, and it was like, he's like, Brian, he's like, Brian, I'm not even joking. Like, you don't need to talk like that. And I'm like, well, I don't think you understand dad of how gangster I really am. <laughs> <laughs> Just doubling down all day. Oh, uh, <sighs> such a proud papa. Yeah. Yeah. 70 years old as a 39 year old son who's gangster as fuck. He's got to, he's got to be. He's got to be. He's got to be living the life up there in Thug Mansion one day, you know. Anyway, back to Better Call Saul. So Saul's late to the meeting. Uh huh. And this is what this is actually when he said this prompted me to call my lawyer friend, uh, Saul Goodman. You can call me Saul Goodman during business hours. Saul the time. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's smooth. I like that. That's why I, I called my friend and I was like, "Hey, what's up with this? Like, can you, you know, how do you do the whole doing business thing? I don't know why I'm so obsessed with that, but yeah." Um, and then Viola, he's all like, "What's up, Viola?" And she's all like, "Hey, Jimmy." Yeah, he's very casual. Has so, a very casual demeanor about him. And then, so then they recap, you know, five thousand dollars on top of market value, but they're going to offer him forty-five thousand dollars. Mm -hmm. So, and, so and this is where it starts getting haywire, right? So Kim's out thirty grand. Does that mean she's planning to spend thirty grand? Yeah, she was going to put it up. Wow. Pony she's going to put it up. But then this is where he kind of enacts the plan that they originally had, and she wasn't on board. And uh, yeah, and I thought that was phenomenal acting on that part too, because I was like, "Holy oh, shit!" Oh yeah. 
I'm like, because like I was like, wait a minute, is she in on this? Like, was the whole oh, yeah. don't do this thing like plausible deniability in case somebody was listening thing? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, 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 and I as it went on, it became more and more obvious that he was just fucking sandbagging her. But, yeah, I, I got that right away. Especially when he's like waving her off and being completely flipping about it. He's like, hold on, hold on, this is the best part. You know, mm -hmm. kind of what you do to me. Mm -hmm. I just want your attention all day. Yeah, er day, er day. Because I am not a gangster. I am a gangsta. Mm -hmm. Gangstar. Yeah, uh, well, yeah. It's all about context, you know. You yeah, that that whole scene. Because I was kind of, I was emotionally invested in the scene, honestly, and kind of getting into it. And like, this Kim's mm -hmm. unraveling like her ponytail. Kevin's getting mm -hmm. all mad. Jimmy's being a total dick. <laughs> like, before you really start to hate Jimmy, man, he really was just reveling in it a little too much, just just driving it. Yeah. Well, I'm like, watch this one. Okay, here's another one. Here's another one. Yeah, one of my favorite scenes of the whole series, to be honest with you. Yeah, it, it was just like chaos and pages trying to like sort things out and they're trying to figure out like what to do. And very good scene. Very well done. Yeah. Very well done. I like it. I dig it. Almost as, not quite as good as the courtroom scene. What are, you, what are you doing? I was messing with the computer and I didn't mean to. Sorry. I just like to show everybody. Um, I will never watch Tiger King because I love tigers too much. Okay, I was um, <laughs> no, I was sitting here and uh, I will agree. Hold on one second, got a comment. Yeah, right. Okay, that's a good point too. Like, I actually looked at my wife and I'm like, "How do you know where the DVD player was?" <laughs> like, I mean, he, used to work, he did used to work there, right? No, this wasn't a place that he worked at, I don't think. Wasn't Davis in Maine? <coughs> no. Okay, I retract my statement. I thought this was somewhere else. So he just, he, he's that's just what he does. He's slipping Jimmy. Mm -hmm. he's uh, he knows how to work yeah, Mall, equipment. Mall of America says, did Saul seem to uh, be able to operate the AB equipment way too easily in a strange office? Yeah, good call. I, I thought that was kind of odd, too. I thought right. that was odd as well. Yeah, I, I actually kind of glossed over that because I was so wrapped up in in everybody's reactions and how people were being that I didn't realize he just yeah kind of plugs in the DVD player and he's just operating, you know. Yeah, edited for time, I guess. <laughs> right. Right. After I just play, praise the detail orientedness of the show, then I go off and mm -hmm. gloss that yeah. over. But Such a hypocrite. Also, also, to be fair, it's just a, it's just a stupid DVD player. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I hooked that up. Man, my... That was high technology, though. Oh, that's right, because this was 2005. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh burn. You son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. <laughs> you, made a, uh, you made a powerful enemy today, Mall of America. <laughs> you know, rule of the day you ever crossed the... Podcasting powerhouse of Dave and Brian. <laughs> <laughs> the most intimidating of all the podcasts. <laughs> oh, Lord. Anyway, I did write down that Kim is unraveling much like... No, I just like to note real quick. Mall of America will be there, though. He's talking shit right now, but he'll be there. Anyway, I did write, make a note that Kim is unraveling much like her ponytail. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I noticed. And uh, and when Jimmy whistles in the money, 
on his way out the door is like the best. Like he whistled in the money. He's whistling. We're in the money. Do 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 do. Oh, gotcha. Okay, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't catch that. That is so shitty. That is just the final like. Yeah. Just driving the stake through the heart. Yeah. See, man, that's what I'm saying. If if you're a person who who is off put by characters, this would probably be the point where you're like, I, I can no longer identify or like this guy. It's kind of getting there. Yeah. It's definitely getting there. Um, Mike MacGyver, Mike Giver, or no, Kevin goes out and meets him, and he, you know, they 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 solve it. Mm. Did I just write down two hundred thousand dollars in Bitcoin? No, Bitcoin wasn't around then. Or was it? No. <laughs> Bitsui. I didn't know how to spell Bitsui. <laughs> All right. So yeah, pay off actor, pay off the the lady that took the original picture. Um. Kevin agrees. Uh, Kim doesn't want him to. All that good stuff. Mike CB's Lalo's route to the police. And I loved the camera shot of the rearview mirror that splits, like, what he's seeing. Like, the one cop is actually, you actually see the cop and the other cops in the rearview mirror, but it looks like one police car. Mm -hmm. That was that was beautiful. <coughs> I just wanted to shout that out. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't have much to add. I just agree. And I like how Lalo will get into a firefight with one cop and not like five. Right. Because he knows the incompetent. I mean, if you know, if he, if he watches the show, mm -hmm. we'll get to that in a second, Mall of America. But yeah, if he watches the show, he knows the Albuquerque Police Department is totally incompetent. Right. So, and not only that, he should have a scheme coming because that's how Mike pinched. Uh, um, uh, Tuco, right, right, right. He used the legal system to put him away. He didn't like kill him or anything right. like that. Right. He should have watched the show. Kim showing more backbone than Skyler says. Mall of America. Yep. Yeah. She is a little more ballsy. She's a little tougher, bitch. Um, ride or die. Well, let's get to that because that's the last scene. Yeah, uh, Jimmy's playing smoke on the water, which I, I I was trying to think of a funny way to say that was an appropriate song for him to be playing because it is about the band watching a casino. Deep purple, Friday. right? Yeah, deep purple. Nice. Um, it's about bur something burning down. Mm -hmm. Good point, Jason. Kim doesn't have kids. <laughs> I'm really kind of impressed. You could just kind of put that on the screen. That just blows. That's pretty me. cool, right? Yeah, that's kind of neat. There's also like a, there's a cool like agenda thing. I can type out a bunch of things and just like as we get to it, I can throw it onto the onto oh. the screen. Um, but you do play smoke on the water poorly and wrong, because I know how to play smoke on the water. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you're the last episode, we were playing Wonderwall. That's right. And then Jimmy tries to apologize, and Kimmy's like, "I'm not having it." And this is another great acted scene where and and Jimmy's obtuseness and obliviousness to Kim's real feelings and how he played her and uh another fuck you jimmy so i think that's two fuck you jimmies or has there been one every season i think they say fuck once a season i think that's kind of a tradition carried over from breaking bad when any allowed them to say fuck once a season yeah so there's the second there's the the also just, yeah pop-up video that's fucking phenomenal Man, i know uh my wife and i were just talking about that the other day i'm like remember like Back in the day when pop-up video was on all day on VH1, like that's a good show. 
Yeah. You don't see that. They don't have it anymore, I guess. I did just find a new uh, a new site to watch stuff on. It's called Pluto.tv, hashtag not a sponsor. And uh, they have 24-hour channels. It's free with commercials. But they'll run. And it's not on demand. They do have stuff on demand, but they have just channels that run, like American Gladiators, uh, nice. Mystery Science Theater 3000, Rift Tracks, uh, some other stuff, and like every trashy MTV show has its own channel. Nice. And I just, I, I was actually kind of disappointed there wasn't much VH1 stuff. Because I would yeah. watch like pop up video for an hour or two. Yeah, pop up video. I mean, anybody watching this right now for the last hour, where are we, like almost two hours? Is it really two hours? Holy shit. 115 minutes right now. Well, damn. Well, it is two episodes worth, and we didn't really compress much. We've been diatribing a lot. So, last line. Fuck you, Jimmy. Uh, let's break up or get married, which I think that's also how my parents got together. <laughs> that's how Dave was born. All right, so let's talk about this well, old marriage. I have an older brother. I have an older brother. Why does she want to get married? Uh, to prove it. To prove that's it. all you can think of. She doesn't trust him anymore, so that's like almost like the ultimatum. It's like if you really say you're never going to do it again, prove it right now. Let's get married to prove that you'll never hurt me again. Is she a woman? I don't know. I don't. I, I'm really confusing by this. <clears throat> I was thinking at first, like, um, isn't it like a trope? I don't know if it's a real life thing, but isn't it some sort of trope that a husband can't or that like spouses can't testify against each other? Oh my God, you're right. I, think I don't know if that's a real life thing, but I know I've seen that and heard them in other movies. Look at this. He's right on. Look at this. He's right on top of you. Oh, wow. Look at that, Jason. Okay. Nice. Okay. So it's a legal thing. Kim's going to jail. I'm, the, I'm in. I'm, I'm in that Kim's in jail during Breaking Bad. I don't think I was. I was even contemplating, um, could Jimmy or Saul Goodman be married throughout Breaking Bad? And you just don't know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he could. I mean, that's kind of the beauty of his character, right? Right. I mean, he doesn't act like it because he hits on um, his secretary. Yeah, but that's all fun and games. Yeah, that's true. So someone gets hurt. Yeah, and if she's on top. He'd get hurt. Mm-hmm. It's a harsh comment, man. <laughs> I can make fat jokes. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's where I went with that. I was like, why would she be that hysterical and that concerned about her future? And then that concerned about being sandbag, and then just totally turn around and be like, or or we can get married. Because if so what's the end game there? Because it insulates her, it protects her. It protects her, her career. By, I don't know. That made sense in my head way before I started yeah. talking. I, I, I'm trying to think. He's doing all this crap, but he got what he wanted. Like it's done. Yeah, it's over. Right? Isn't it over? Kevin agreed to settle. He said he wanted to be done with it. So he's like. But it's under false pretenses, right? Because they they were in cahoots. So you think he might backtrack on the deal? No, I think maybe something will come to light that will bring up the fact that they were in cahoots. Well, because, oh, I mean, Richard's still 
is, and he's not stupid. He might have just bought her excuse just to watch, you know, just to give her enough rope to hang herself. True. That's also possible. See, I, I thought it was more apparently according to according to Jason on the chat. He looked it up earlier in the week, and it's the Federal Rule of Evidence five hundred one. Huh. I always thought, honestly, that that was like one of those things where they say like the undercover cop has to tell you that they're a cop if you ask. Which is also debunked in Breaking Bad. Yeah, which is totally not true at all. Right. So I always thought like you can't testify against uh, your wife was one of those things where uh, uh, Mall of America says, in Sopranos, FBL told Adriana being married to Christopher wouldn't protect her from testifying for stuff done before marriage. Also, I didn't realize that we're probably, we might actually put out an audio version of this, and we should probably just reread the comments out loud. Right. <laughs> it's a good That's catch a on that. Um, a- but yeah, won't, won't protect her from testifying for stuff done before marriage. I think it's personal. I think it's because the, the argument was about how she can't trust him. He says he'll never hurt her again. So she's just like, all right, fine, then marry me. Like, he really that into it. This is your last chance. You're really going to never screw me over again? Let's get married. Hmm. I don't know. Amy, you still there? What do you think? <laughs> Amy's not there. If I click on this little icon to see who's here, does it tell me who's here? I don't think it says who's here. Oh. It says who's liked it. Oh, but not currently watching. Fantastic. Okay. Mm. Oh. All right. Well, that's odd. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Th- I don't think you're on the right track, though. You don't think I'm on the right track? No. Well, uh, Mall of America and Eckmeyer have not voiced their opinions yet, so who knows? Maybe they'll tweet us later. Yeah, but don't trust those guys. They're proven liars. Don't trust right. <laughs> so, so you think they it's might be the same point. person? Have you ever seen them in the same place at the same time? Yeah, right here or, on the video. Ever on the video. <laughs> I have personally, in real life, never seen either one of those guys. <laughs> well, they've seen us. They've seen us. I'm just saying. And we've been in the same place at the same time. At least once or twice. Yeah. Yeah. All I right. expect him to have more than one reason for making that big. Well, nice back out. Zach Meyer says, I expect Kim to have more than one reason for making that big of a decision. So basically, he's saying we're both right. Way to play the fence. And then Mall of America just says women be crazy. As I like to say, women be shopping. Mm-hmm. Indeed. You can't stop a woman from shopping. Women love to shop. Women be shopping. <laughs> and that was on The Office. <laughs> it's actually from Nutty Professor. Oh, is it? Because it was also in the office, too. Uh, he, he's quoting the Nutty Professor. Oh, is that what it is? Okay. Dave Chappelle's character in the Nutty Professor. Gotcha. That's yeah, no, I think it's a legal play. You think it's a legal play? I think it's a personal play. I think maybe it is both, but I, I'm going personal. It's in the middle of a personal argument. All right. All right. Well, we can agree to disagree. Either way, they're going to shower together role-playing as Kim as Kevin and Jimmy as Kim, which is really weird. And hot. And hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nobody hung up on anybody this episode. That's a good thing. Yeah. What was the theme? What was the recurring theme this episode? Um, Jimmy being a dick. Jimmy being a dick. 
right? He's just kind of really um. Uh, right, we got like, two more comments. Let's read these last two comments. The writers like to layer things for all the power moves, regardless of character. <coughs> and while well, America says not to beat it to death, but we have established what year we're at now. Have we established? We are assuming this is. I don't know if you heard that. Whatever year the first year of Breaking Bad is. We, we're assuming this is right before the first year of Breaking Bad and season. No, six. at the same time as the first year of Breaking Bad. Now? I thought that was next season. No, we are concurrent. You think it's concurrent now? Yes. I thought it was before, and next season will be concurrent. Oh, I think you're wrong. <laughs> I'm just saying. Currently, we had the phone call about the body under the the uh, the phone call about the body under the porch. Yeah. Well, if Jesse has to tell that story... You but can't tell the story before it happened, and we just watched it happen. So some time has to elapse before Jesse can tell the story about it happening. But in Breaking it. Bad, they were watching a news TV show, and they were talking about how uh, several people were picked up with $750,000 dead. Brian froze. Brian froze. Hello, Brian. I don't know what happened to Brian. So, according to uh, Eckmeyer says, according to Wikipedia, Wexler versus Goodman, April 19th through 22nd, 2004. Uh, well, America says the doc on Banksy came out in 2010. And it looks like our computer's frozen, freezing because we've been on there for long. So, I'm just going to say call us idiots, call us geniuses, whatever. Just call us. We'll see you guys hopefully tomorrow night. It's all good, man. Hey, it's all good, man.